Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? At the Burlington... uh, I have no idea what the f*** just happened. East Carolina girls are the best in the world. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Superstitious bears. Superstitious bears. How about those friggin' pirates? It's a me, a man's a Garcia. <laughs> Go Pirate Radio. Now live from the Pirate Radio studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. We are packed with great guests on today's show. Looking forward to today's football conversations coming up on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in washington we are on 1250 930 online pr927fm.com the new and improved website check it out and you can talk to us on facebook live and youtube chime in with what's on your mind give us a like a subscribe and be a part of the show shirley rhodes is here intern dan aka db aka stash aka danny beal is here and the man of chan chandler honeycutt is to my left and a special day on the show today i had planned on doing this anyway and then since chandler has gone above and beyond but been kind of going hard at chandler lately today uh is chandler honeycutt appreciation day so for those of you out there who would like to say what you appreciate about a guy that wears many hats around here at pirate radio he's on air he's behind the scenes producing sales does it all today is the day to get your chandler honeycut appreciation in we're giving him his flowers so chandler been kind of tough on you lately i wanted to and, and i do it all jokingly because we're buddies but you know what I, I want to show you that i do care and that you are a friend and a very valuable member of the pirate radio team thank you so much clip that means that really does mean a lot and um i actually am kind of tingling with the pride right now and um i just really appreciate this day dedicated to me i wish you didn't have to do this but i mean it's whatever i'll take my flowers take them take them and run with them uh chandler by the way has uh all on his own lined up a fantastic guest a, a guy that he has done an impression of countless times here on pirate radio i remember shirley getting really annoyed at you and i or me egging you on to do mike keith impersonations over the years the voice of the tennessee titans uh, can you give us a couple real quick just to refresh people's memory there are no flags on the field 75 yards give me a sack Mike Keith, voice of the Titans, will join us coming up at 5.05. That's not the only NFL announcer we have on the show today, because coming up at 4 o'clock, we'll talk to Panthers color analyst and the interim voice of the football Pirates, Jim Zoki. He joins us coming up at 4 o'clock. So we got Mike Keith at 5, Jim Zoki at 4. In between that, we've got Newsman and sportsman ken wadlington wnct channel 9 he joins us here in about 20 minutes p mace patrick mason is back he'll join us at around 425 and if that's not enough our old friend wager mcgee is back because college football is almost back 
next week this is the last saturday without football without college football folks we got week zero coming up next week four or five years from now we'll be getting ready for week negative one you know it's going to happen i mean we we grew up our entire lives with week one of football and then all of a sudden they come in with something called week zero to be sure there's going to be a week negative one at some point soon and if not i'm going to spearhead that uh but man next week we'll be getting ready for real games not great games but real games but wager mcgee will join us to run over some conferences in our number three so hoodie hoodie or no hoodie uh he is on the phone so he Ah. could be naked for all i know and nobody would know let's see what's going on in the chat clip brock says excitement time because i am excited for today's show steve freeze aka steve hill checking in from the hospital bed day three thumbs up jamie said steve when are you supposed to get out and steve said today if i can complete a certain task so Uh good luck with that task steve is it sports trivia steve (laughs) if you can answer if you can complete today's immaculate grid (laughs) you may go home and go to sports trivia tonight at eight o'clock at aj's we'll roll you in a bed if you can hugh freeze it tonight at sports trivia at eight o'clock we'll play the game in honor of steve hill tonight uh as he is getting uh over uh actually not to joke about it but i'm pretty sure it's uh spinal spinal his back my back do we have that it's broken can you see if we have mike tyson uh if not i would just play it off youtube because it is one of our all-time favorite things to play on the show um and i'll see if i can pull that up real quick and here we go but there's going to be an ad for the equalizer three first which i'm not interested in i don't think i've seen one nor two although i am a denzel fan i like denzel washington but i don't have much much interest in this movie but i do have a lot of interest in this what was the problem i broke my back Spinal. Did that in sparring? No, I did it um, by a motorcycle accident. The doctor discovered I was doing my sit-ups 2,500 a day with my 20-pound weight. And one day, I couldn't move anymore. And I asked the doctor, what's wrong? And he said, um, believe it or not, it's wearing your back is broken slightly. <laughs> your, back, your back is broken. So that is what Steve's going through right now. I don't want to be the one to call BS, but there's no way he did 2,500 pull-ups a day with a 20-pound weight. No way. <laughs> with my a broken 2,500 sit-ups with my 20-pound weight. How about how about the announcer being like, well, what do you mean? <laughs> that an, your, your vertebrae? That announcer said it was broken. That announcer is infamous instigator Jim Gray. Who would love to talk to Mike Tyson, Pete Rose, and Gray does a podcast with Brady. I know he's Brady's boy. Used to be on those Monday night broadcasts. Him and Brady and uh, Larry Fitz and and all that. You're really sick this week. What was the problem? I broke my back. What do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? Your back is broken. What uh, a vertebrae or, or well, spinal? Spinal. 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 <laughs> what? Well, what are you? A vertebrae? spinal spinal all right uh pike says he liked the stream someone see if ai can make it cooler please i I, exactly all this technology we can't figure out how to not make it 110 degrees outside 
My AC is still broken. Oh, buddy. broken. What, what do you mean by that? <laughs> what do you mean by that? Is it, is it the vertebrae or? <laughs> is it the fan? <laughs> my AC is it's broken. <laughs> what, what are you, what's wrong with it? Uh, belt. Belt. <laughs> it actually is the belt. <laughs> Freon. It's the fan it's blower the Freon. motor. I need Freon. Eric says Chandler looks like he might have gotten a fresh haircut. I did. I did. For your big day? <laughs> <laughs> For Chandler Day. Uh, by the way, it's kind of funny that the day is Chandler Day, but it is my brother's birthday. Happy is, Chandler's brother's birthday. It is uh, my brother Chase. Chase Honeycutt's 21st birthday today. So All right. Happy birthday Let's to my brother. Let's do a 3x speed. So we're going to speed it up three For times. Sure. Happy birthday to Chase. Ready? One, two, three. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Chase. Happy birthday to you. Love you, brother. Tyler says, is Chandler leaving PRL? So here's the problem. And I hear you, Tyler. We honor people when they leave we honor people sadly when they pass away we need to do it when they're here when they're alive and i have good news chandler is not dying and he's not leaving pirate radio we're just honoring him because we should chandler did upset me today and i don't even he doesn't even know what happened continue be be quiet i'm not leaving (laughs) i'm not leaving (laughs) not on your own accord no, yes i mean you, you could get fired like, yeah, i could at any like, point anything things could go south on this show and i could get fired but it's not gonna happen i'm staying i'm not going anywhere why did i make you mad you don't even know what you did how i saw you driving through athletics earlier today the ecu athletic little fields uh-huh saw you didn't even care to look mm. at me say hey to me nothing i didn't even you see you looked me in big the time. eyes big time big to big league me man i'm sorry cruising in his see. little vehicle and just big league me i did cruising see i thought we were boys i did see steven asby and i did Stephen see a? and i did see nate clark but you did clearly see. didn't see your co-worker I did not see danny bill yep. I, I, did you ever tell the story on the air just off there about the time you thought you saw danny bill and made oh no he, he's, told, probably, he's told he's told me that story and i still crack up every single time he's probably says why he was scared to say hey to you because <laughs> no, one time you did it Can right it made, made, yeah yeah it's your day bud um it's your so world. quickly i was leaving uh, a baseball game i had just got done with post-game comments from coach cliff godwin and players and uh, i was walking across the street with a media park in stratford that's also where some of the players park as well and I'm walking across the street, and there's two baseball players walking kind of to the left of me, in front of me. And the guy turns around. I'm, or before he even turns around, I'm like, that looks like Danny Beal. And when he kind of turns around and like looks at me, I say, my guy. Which is, to preface <laughs> it, what Chandler would always say to me, which, and I would laugh, and I'd say, hey, what's up, Chandler? And I'd say, I said, my guy. That's so embarrassing. And the guy said... Up. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, well, damn, Danny. And then I can look closer. It was Trey Savage. <laughs> it was Trey Savage. My God. I said, my God. Who are you? And he's probably thinking, who the hell is this guy? That's awesome. So now, anytime you actually see Danny, you're a little gun shy because you don't want to make that mistake. It was again. very embarrassing because as soon as I said, my guy, and he said, what's up? As soon as he said, what's up? I said, that's Trey Savage. <laughs> Danny, my guy. Dude, I'm RJ Felton. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, I'm, Brand- I'm Brandon Johnson. <laughs> so uh, I understand why he's a little nervous. Uh, Jack on Facebook said, I'll be honest. 
I wasn't sold on Chan in the beginning. But this guy, this is a guy. Seriously. He has been awesome to watch him mature. Seriously, has been awesome to watch him mature into his role. He's as essential as Shirley and Clip to this show now. Love you, Chan. Keep up the impressions and the awesome remote reporting. Chan appreciation. Man. I do have something for you, you guys. That thank you, Jack. Wow. going to make you guys really excited. So, walking on the field today, somebody recognized me from Pirate Radio, not the baseball team. <laughs> That's cool. Our pitch, I was walking with our pitching coach, and he goes, yeah, I'm Austin Knight. Hey, this is Danny Beal. And he goes, oh, yeah, from the radio. He's like... I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm I, also I chat on the radio. Pitchers we have. I've pitched yeah, in pretty I, big they, moments. They, they I throw a ball every now and then. <laughs> well, then Coach Knight goes, yeah, he's one of the pitchers. He's like, oh, really? I was like, okay, here we go. Yep, that was good. <laughs> Sorry, Danny. That's what you are now, just some radio hack. Because you have really moved up in the world with your false reporting and fake quotes. Move it, yeah, move it quick here. <laughs> you are moving up the ladder quickly. Uh, let's see. Chandler says, Tyler, I get a tingling feeling every time you're in Studio A. Thank you. That's nice to hear. Kaz says, hello. Mike P says, I used to tune into YouTube and smash the dislike button for PRL until Chandler showed up. Then I started smashing the like. Thanks, Mike P. Jamie says, I feel like if it's a Chandler day, then it also has to be give clip crap day. No. I can take it. And I can dish it. I'm not doing that, Jamie. Come at me. Now anybody else come can, at me, bro. but you are the you are the founder of this day. You're the one that said this is the day we're going to have. This is the day that the Lord has made. And I will rejoice and, and be, be glad, glad in, in it. it. Be glad in it. And Chandler's day. And I'm not going to give you crap. You don't deserve it. Jerry says checking in from the road, going from the mall to the sleep doctor, watching only watching when I'm parked. Otherwise, I'm listening. That is very smart. Very smart, Jerry. Steve said, 18 watchers and the guy who broke his his spine is the only one who smashed the like button. Well, the likes are up a little bit. So there you go. Steve also added Chandler is a great friend, valuable asset to Pirate Radio and a great trivia competitor. That's nice. Thank you. Uh, Jack says, Chandler has bad eyesight. Oh, is that speaking to not seeing Danny? Maybe he can't. I, I see truly faces didn't see well. you. I did not I, see in, you at all. In Were in you your, in a car? No. In your defense, I have had people say that ask me if me and Trey Savage are related. So, in your defense, I don't see it. Even when he was a freshman, obviously I do. <laughs> <laughs> even when we were freshmen, people would be like, "Are you guys like brothers?" Like, I'm like, "No, he's not." Is that why you went with the stash to? separate yourself one up them a little bit would yeah. you he rather throws way harder than me right, if, y'all were, <laughs> if y'all were brothers would you rather keep the bill name Brother. or have danny a savage mm. bill you savages you savage is one of kind i don't want to steal that from danny a savage the savage both uh cool last names i will say i've yeah i mean it was i've the good thing is i've had people growing up that i've had like danny granger was like my like oh that's the same name and bradley beal obviously but it's just been like Savage is unique, but I like Beal. Danny Graves. That's a person. Who? Danny uh, Grover. Um. What was I going to say? Oh, I was going to say, will you do me a favor? First of all, yes or no? Of course. Okay, good. Will you name your first son Bill? Bill Beal. Bill Beal. <laughs> Bill. Can I at least say Bill William and then call him Bill? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> It kind of right. sounds like the gunshot. Pew, 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 Get the Mickey Mouse guy saying my son's name. Pew, 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 he's gay. Hey, 
I can't even do that. It hurts me. Vargas in the area, still within on the right side, stepping over, setting it back for Lindsay. Lindsay sends it back into the area for Svidersky. One touch, he scores! <laughs> Another one for Svidersky! And that one was more impressive than the first! That, how does he get that high? That's unbelievable. Was he sucking on helium before he... Uh, Steve says Shirley is still the glue. Absolutely. The glue that holds Danny's stash in place. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. Randolph says, what's up, Chandler, Clip, and Shirley? What's up, Randolph? Yeah, hey, Randolph. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Danny's here, too. (laughs) You did uh, call him a liar the other day, so I wouldn't say hey to you either. Yeah. Jack said, oh, yeah, this is why Jack said you have bad eyesight. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> because you thought you saw this Jack guy at baseball games multiple times, and he's like, dude, I, I didn't see you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, maybe at baseball games or around stadiums, everybody's face just turns into like a baseball with seams on it, I, and you can't see features. It was the Super Regional last year where I saw Jack, Jack said hey to me, and he was while he was waiting in line to get into the game. This past year, there was somebody that said hey to me as they were walking away. I was walking the other way, and I was like, hey, what's up? And I went, that's Jack Dover. And then I got on the show and was like, good to see you, Jack. And Jack was like, I nope, wasn't at the game. Not me. And then I was like, wow, well, that was somebody else then. So. Yeah. Josh says Chandler Honeycutt is the first Pirate Radio personality to not big league me. Chandler appreciation. Well, that's kind of sad to hear. I don't think I big leagued anybody. Maybe you haven't met Josh, though. Big league yeah. his coworker earlier today. <laughs> but he doesn't big league the little people. You only big league big-time celebrities like DB. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, Josh is part of that uh, megaphone crew, the jungle uh, tailgating crew out there. Uh, so, yeah. Thank All you, right. Josh. Appreciate it. We need to – let's briefly get to our Fleet Feet Rundown. Shirley, you got uh, Houston loaded? Yes, I do. Uh, Fleet Feet Rundown brought to you by Fleet Feet – the place to go for one-on-one foot service and they will take care of you at 207 east arlington boulevard in the old gordon's golf location fleet feet has the tools and tech to get you in the right shoe because they have that 3d foot scanner that will measure your foot uh, down to the very millimeter and get uh, what you need on your foot thank you to fleet feet by the way they are hiring i saw that on facebook today so if you know anybody that's looking a job uh maybe in the foot department uh go over to fleet feet and uh apply for a job today you know any al bundy's in your life i do not i was asking everybody but i but you don't (laughs) yeah i I just wanted to give you an answer you don't personally yes okay uh practice day 13 let's hear what coach houston had to say coming off the field today all right it's been a uh you know pretty challenging week uh this point in camp Guys were pushing hard. Uh, I thought yesterday I uh, had a – I mean, it was hot out there, and, and the kids, they, they practiced really hard. It was, it was a very physical day, a very solid practice. Went back in shells today, uh, worked some situational stuff. Um, you know, it's now now it's kind of dialing in for Saturday, uh, preparing for our last good-on-good action. And, uh, you know, the last kind of evaluations on, uh, you know, everything from all three phases personnel-wise – uh, before we start preparing for our opener. All right, there is Mike Houston. Big Saturday on tap at East Carolina. You've got a scrimmage, which, by the way, is closed to everybody, including parents. 
parents i think i heard that <laughs> man that's harsh nobody nobody can watch especially uh, us and uh and you and they're gonna do it behind closed doors this yes, week but right after that is meet the pirates yep where you can go out there and meet your pirates get autographs pictures and after that we will be at ecu media day talking to all the players uh db i believe going to be a part of that and uh sent in our player request today so we're gonna have danny doing some interviews i'll be doing some interviews we'll have pictures videos and everything really fun day where we can talk football but also get to know the guys as guys and guy guys and, guy and, guys. and the dudes and dude yeah. guys can't forget the dudes in fact danny everybody you talk to will you ask them what they are i will specifically be all right be honest you guy dude or a dude guy or a guy guy <laughs> <laughs> and oh I'll, i can't wait to hear the answers <laughs> they're gonna be like brother what huh, <laughs> Um, so big Saturday on tap. We'll have more Mike Houston audio when P Mace Patrick Mason joins us later on in the show. All right, um, Russ said Shirley Big Leagues fifth quarter call in show people only um, if they cuss if they deserve it they get it. Yeah, if they act the fool, I will hang up on you. I won't waste any time. I ain't got I ain't got the time for that. Jamie says over under hour two before Clip yells at Chandler on Chandler Day. Not gonna happen. Not today. And then he changed it to hour three, but I still don't think it's going to happen. Nah. I think you're pretty committed. I'm sold. I came up with you're this committed. idea. Yeah. Uh, I want to appreciate Chandler. I love joshing around with people, talking junk, going back and forth, but I think sometimes I might go overboard with Chandler. And I'm not saying I'm never going to do it again. In fact, starting tomorrow, I'll. Lord forgive me. I got to go back to the old me. <laughs> Man, that stinks. But at the same What's time. What's the Bugs Bunny meme where he's like holding the gun? anybody <laughs> with, the, with the tuxedo on. Yes, yes. Yes. that's it okay yeah that's but no like i i this sounds weird but i want you to go back back to that right I, it would be weird would if be i was like weird. overly nice to you all yes it, it would be very weird i know we're back to normal once you start joshing with me again yeah all right yeah uh eric says the only pirate i want to meet is chandler honeycutt Cass said me too i want to shake his hand i want to shake your hand Chandler, will you be uh, Chandler will be in Hotlanta shaking hands. I'll be at the Battery. I'll be at uh, Truist Field. You're going to be growing Pirate Radio down in uh, in the South. Can anybody guess what I'm actually wearing a Braves jersey? What Braves jersey will Chandler Honeycutt be wearing? What player from the past, not a current Brave? And this is actually for real. Like I'm actually wearing this jersey. Uh, Eric says today the long snapper is the most important position on the field. I think so. Mm-hmm. Eric says, I think y'all give DB more crap than Chandler. Nah, I don't know about that. Oh, no. Nah, I don't know about that. Danny would no. agree. Do we not I agree? Doubt, but we are giving you crap, but you have not ever felt the wrath that I have We're felt We're all in this together, Chandler. Crap. Jamie says, yeah, DB deserves it with all this Patriots talk. Yeah, will you stop talking about the Patriots? That's all you talk about I'm all day, every gonna day. I'm never going to ever speak again on this never channel. Never going to ever. Ever. <laughs> Maybe that'll make people happy. Uh, you're just starting to get recognized amongst the public as a pirate <laughs> radio a guy. Radio. <laughs> all right, we need to take a break. Or the Red Sox, for that matter. Luke says, alert, 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 updated website alert. That's right, Luke. Thank you for uh, for noticing. The guesses are rolling in. Dale Murphy, Chipper Jones, John Smoltz. Those are incorrect. All incorrect. We'll see if Ken Watlington has a guess on what former Brave Chandler Honeycutts, what former Braves jersey Chandler Honeycutt will be wearing in Atlanta when he goes to see the Braves play this weekend. 
Take a break. Come back. Ken Wallington joins us on a packed show. Jim Zoki, Patrick Mason, Mike Keith, Titans, Titans, and Wager McGee all ahead. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, when you combine State Farm Home and Auto Insurance, you have an average of, or you save an average of $889. State Farm Agent Tim, uh, Timothy Sawyer is ready to help you combine home and auto and save right here in Greenville. You uh, can give him a call at 493-0002. Like a good neighbor, State Farm and Timothy Sawyer is there. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, back with you. Pirate Radio Live. Got CBS Sports HQ on the telly. And Deron Payne is wearing that uh, sports bra that Tegan Wilk and Shane Calhoun were wearing the other day. Uh, looking forward to some Commanders football, as is our next guest, Ken Wappington from WNCT Channel 9. Hello, Ken. Hello. Doggone right I'm ready for the Commanders. Did you see? Until about two quarters into the season, then I'll be over it. Yeah, they, it, I mean, if they lose. But maybe the, they'll surprise us. If they lose the Cardinals week one, season's over. Oh, good. good we got a must-win game yeah, right, right out, out the, the gate. gate. Yeah. Did you see where the Native American group has put together 90,000 signatures to name them Redskins again? Oh, now we're bringing it back. Bringing it back. Bringing it back, Justin uh, Timberlake. I don't I don't know if it's going to happen. but I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I we'll, get, we'll get an even worse name. Than <laughs> I'll tell you what. We won't go back to Redskins, but we will call you the leaders, commanders. Uh, <laughs> what, what's, a, what's, a, what's comparable to a commander? General? The general Washington generals. That sounds <laughs> taken. Yeah, uh, don't want to have that one. I will say this: your defensive tackle here, Deron Payne, is a pretty rocked up guy. Yeah. Oh, he's the man. Our defensive line is the best in football. Oh. I'm sure I, I'm not thinking of one, but I'm. There's got to be one better, right? Like San Francisco, maybe. I, I just say no because like do, does Washington ever have the best of anything? So I mean, also a good point. Tress Way I mean, is the best punter. He is really good and the long snapper, Cheeseman, Cameron Cheeseman. On Cheeseman. I'm a former long snapper. It used to be Sun. On, it used to be Sunberg back in the day on Chandler Day. On Chandler Day, we have to shout out. Got to celebrate them. All right, we have uh, we have a winner. Robert Hand correctly named the player that Chandler will be. Representing Otis Nixon, Otis is no, incorrect. No, no. It is Fred McGriff, the crime dog. <laughs> yes, sir. And he Hall is of Famer, black. He's an African American. Okay. Yes. yes, Danny. By the way, you shouldn't feel. I didn't even <laughs> think about this. So you thought Trey Savage was Danny Beal. You thought Danny Beal was not Danny Beal today when you saw him. I never, I, didn't know I never was. saw Danny Beal. Period. He said you looked him in the eyes, and. <laughs> You thought for 23 years of your life that Fred McGriff was a white guy. So, 
<laughs> we never told you that story? I, what? I know, I know. That's new to you? Let me have it. I thought you were joking around when you just said he is black, right? No. Nope. Uh, he's he's not joking. I mean, I, I know he is now, but about three or four months ago, I did I mean, how know. do you screw that up? Like, I don't... <laughs> I always heard the name. I always heard the crime dog nickname. I just never Fred saw like, a picture of him. Well, you know, like you're reading a book or you hear about something, you picture it in your head. Like, how would he know? Like, I could see that with like maybe hearing an announcer's voice, maybe like somebody you didn't really know. But Frederick Griffin, like Ken just said, is a is, Hall of Famer. He's a yeah. legend. He's not some. He's not Otis Nixon. I know. I know. I'm sorry. Hey, this is Chandler it's Day. What are we day. doing? I'm Everybody, sorry. calm down. Chandler, you're you're all right. It's okay. Why is so, is hoist the colors in our chat? Will you Who get this son that? of a bitch out of here? <laughs> Can you even say that? I don't care. I he didn't say it. Get that SOB out of here. I bleed myself. Get out of here. He said, Intruder. Get out. He said, Ew. He said, go Mariners. Go where? <laughs> where oh, of, course, of course it's I go. Of course it is. Who? Who? Wait, what? Never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> if I saw him, I wouldn't even recognize him. How about I go and get on out of here? Oh, that is one Chandler of the best with ones a ones I've ever <laughs> Ken, how you doing, buddy? I'm not too bad, you know. Got, got to see a couple of Braves games over the weekend. Oh, by the way, can you pop Fleet Feet up again, DB? Sure uh, the Fleet Feet Rundown presented by Fleet Feet. They run for you. Uh, one of the bullet points I had today was RIP New York. Because what Gosh. the Braves have done to New York teams the last five days. It's just... I mean, it's sad. It's the king of New York, the Atlanta Braves. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the South has risen again. They did lose Sunday night. Who cares? They have outscored. <laughs> but that's after they scored three touchdowns in a game on Saturday. So I did some math, so it's probably wrong because I did it myself, uh, and I didn't use the calculator. The Braves have outscored New York teams 56-13 to 13 since Friday. My word. Mm. Two shutout, three shutouts. Yes. I'm trying to do the math here. Three shutouts. And including a one-hit shutout last night. One the hit. The quietest one-hitter I can recall. Yeah. Because the one-hit came in like the second inning. Uh, just uh, dominant uh, are the Braves right now over New York teams. They play again tonight against the Yankees, right, Ken? They do. One, uh, one more against the Yankees, and then it's a day off before this weekend when they play San Francisco. Ken is diehard. He's like every game. He lives and dies by it. Oh, yeah. The Braves beat the Mets so bad, he was like, screw it, I'm going to a concert. <laughs> like That's how bad it got. That was the original plan all day. I was going to okay. go to the Friday game, I was going to go to the Saturday day game, I was going to go to a concert Saturday night, uh, okay. and then we were planning to go to the Sunday day game, which then got moved to the ESPN right. night game, and I had, to, I had to fly home, so I didn't see Sunday nights. What concert did you go to? Queens of the Stone Age. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was a pretty good show. No one knows. Yep. That and that's what they opened up with. Right? I, hit, I hit right out the gate, so it was, it was a good time. So Friday night when I go to the Giants-Braves game, it will be Alex Cobb versus Spencer Strider. That's a great That's matchup. A yes. yep. Very good matchup you'll be seeing coming up on Friday night. Mm-hmm. DB, who are your favorite current MLB pitchers? Gavin Williams, number Pitch, one. I mean, you have to. That's a given, right? Pitchers? Um, big fan of Nate Ovaldi. Obviously a former Red Sox. Now he's a Ranger. I've always been a fan of him. Okay. Um, pitchers. Pitchers, pitchers, pitchers. I used to like Stroman. Back in his Blue Jays days, when he wasn't so outspoken and flashy and all this stuff, he just kind of pitched and did his thing. Yeah. Um, Are you a Mad Max fan? Eh. Him and Verlander. Just, eh. I like your boy, uh, and I call him your boy because you kind of turned me on to him a little bit. But uh, Steel? Steel. Yep, he's the man. I think he's like one of my favorite a, non-Braves a now. Good pitcher. Yeah, I like just him. A good pitcher. Ken, who are your favorite non-Braves? 
Do you have any? I don't know any. Freddie Freeman? Guys that yeah, used to love, play for love the Braves? Freddie Freeman, exactly. <laughs> there were a, a couple of former Braves on the Mets squad this weekend, like uh, Rafael Ortega, <laughs> Abraham Almonte, you know, big Brave legends. Yeah. And now they're starring for uh, I always the Mets. find that interesting to hear people's perspective on their favorite players that aren't on their team. And I'd like, just hear, like to hear the reasons why. Like it's, Whether it's the way they play or just the teams they play for, it's just curious. Oh, if you like somebody that's not on your favorite like, team? I love Brandon Crawford and George Springer. I don't know why, and I couldn't tell you why. I just like the way they play. For in football purposes, a lot of it is fantasy-driven. Like, my all-time favorite non-Redskin commander player is Edron James. Because, first of all, he looked cool. He had a grill and dreads. <laughs> Second of all, he was awesome. And third, he was, like, one of my first-ever fantasy football picks. And, like, I had like he was just my guy. And I have a I have an Edron James jersey. And I'm not even I'm not a Colts fan. I just love Edron James. And a lot of it was fantasy and then I'd start watching him every week and became a so I think fantasy's part of it. Damian Lillard's my favorite NBA player. Mm. And not Gordon Hayward? No. <laughs> if he left the Hornets, I would like him a lot more. <laughs> and I don't really oh, I'll tell you why that is, because I saw a live Hornets Blazers game and obviously I was pulling for the Hornets, but I was Dame able had to. 65 and like, I was I like able to appreciate seeing him play live, and it was really cool. It's so. a perfect. Example. I was CJ McCollum is one of my favorite players because in 2K15 he was a 63 overall, and I couldn't miss shots with him. He's so <laughs> just a, one okay. of my favorite players. So video game, seeing a guy live, fantasy. There you go. My favorite all-time non-brave, Ken Griffey Jr. Though. Yeah, he was legend. Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, he was, him he, and Cal. Hey, we don't talk about Cal. <laughs> Did you so see all Mully's of Eric's around. jokes while Molly was here yesterday? Um. Yes, I did. He had a really good. Because you one. didn't want to say any of them. Yes, I do remember that. Or you couldn't say any of them. He had. Uh, God, those were so bad. <laughs> here's the uh, the one I really liked. He said, "I bet Mully's pin number is two six three two. Why? Because that's the Cal Ripken Junior streak. <laughs> and uh, I thought that was really funny. <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, but we don't talk about that on the show. Hoist the colors is still here. George Kirby's pretty good. Get out of here! Julio! <laughs> Did anybody watch Hard Knocks? No, 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 and no. Hey, they had a magician on last night. Oh, I did see that. Nick Van Exel was it? It made me think. Was, it was Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Exel wasn't there. It, was it, it, there. it, it made me think of you. And I, I, Could you I know. imagine being in there? It, it, hey, Aaron Rodgers, go pick up that mic over there. So I actually know. I don't know how, and I can't do it. But one of his tricks, I've seen other people do it, and I kind of know the gist of it. Wow. Uh, one of them. But, Does that uh, suck knowing how the how the magician works? Kinda. I kind of miss the magic now before I started reading and digging in on how to do those things. Should I bust that? Oh, I don't have my cards. I would have done a card trick. Oh, God. But Blow my mind. It's actually pretty crazy. <laughs> I believe it when I see it. I can. Uh, I'm going to say you're. Uh, you think the Braves are not going to win the World Series this year? Correct. <laughs> yeah, wow. All right, I did wow. It. And he's a fan, but I just knew it. I could I could figure it out. You know, they're just setting us up for heartbreak. I know, I know. Mike P says Glenn Rice is one of my all-time favorite players right. simply because I was awesome with him on NBA Live 95. Love Glenn. Hornet exactly. great. Uh, one of my, before Dame, my other non, favorite non-Hornet, pretty rando Ken, Mitch Richmond. Right. And I think that might have had something to do with a video game. Probably fantasy slash video game back in the day. Big Kings Mitch Richmond fan. He played for the the Warriors for a while, too. Maybe I'm getting confused. That was even earlier. Okay. So he was like uh, run TMC with 
Tim Hardaway, Mitch Richmond, Chris Mullen. Yep. And I started watching more of his Kings days when they weren't very good, but he was really good. And then I think old fat Mitch Richmond <laughs> went to try to win with the Lakers yeah. later. Like a- everybody, you know, tries to win with the Lakers late in their career. Russ says, I think the Phillies are going to win, and I am a little worried about that. Win what? Win. Uh, they will win another game. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I concur. Uh, they're but, 12 and a half out of the division currently. Oh, they're not going to win the division, but they didn't win the division last year. That's true. And they won when it mattered. And there's always those teams. I mean, Danny, we talked about that, right? Like, somebody gets hot. It happens. It happens. If you look back, it happens almost every year. Just a random team, whether it's ALCS, NLCS, or even the World Series like the Phillies last year, they just make a random run that you don't see coming. Braves did it. Nationals did yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, the Braves, when they won the World Series, Ken, we did not see yeah, that coming Yeah, Acuna's you know, out yeah, to the season. Was, they get... 14 guys at the trade deadline that you're like, any of these guys going to be any good? And they were all really good. Speaking of uh, players we liked, uh, a player I disliked his entire career was Jock Peterson. I knew you were going to say him. I thought thought his (laughs) swag did not match his performance. Like, why does this guy, I think he's so damn cool. And then he wore pearls and hit bombs and (laughs) and now he's a legend. You know, I concur with that. Jose Reyes post like second Mets stint when he's still wearing his neon sleeve and his like bright yellow cleats I'm like dude you Give are washed like, <laughs> hang him up <laughs> you are washed he's starting tonight for the Mets nice no, not <laughs> <laughs> they should if he was it wouldn't surprise anyone yeah. bring back Bobby Benilla you're paying the but guy they're paying him <laughs> bring him back what's the worst that could happen at this point are you surprised that that was one of the worst teams I've ever seen in my life in person they were oh bad. god I was and I was about to ask you are you surprised Buck hasn't just said Screw it. I'm out. And what else kind of threw me off? I went to the Friday night game, the Saturday afternoon game. Lindor was nowhere in the lineup, so I just assumed he was hurt. And then you look at the box score on Saturday night, and he starts. I'm like, why are you not playing it? Like, you you hold him out? Is it a rest day? No. play, Play your guy. Johnny Stats is in. He said the Braves have played 81 consecutive games without being shut out. They are also on pace for 314 home runs, which would eclipse the Twins record. I saw a mind-blowing stat today, Johnny Stats, that said if Matt Olson had zero home runs this year, yep. the They'd Braves lead the league. would be tied for the league lead. Wow. <laughs> and he's got 40... 43. 43? Nah, 108 RBI, both leading the league. In the last Brave to lead the league in both categories. And home runs and ribbies? Yep. Andrew? Hank Aaron, 1957. You mean Henry? Henry. He might have been Henry back then, yes. And, and the Braves Man, that is would a go on to win the ago. World Series that season in Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah, so. Chad said, love me some white chocolate and that Kings team. Weber, yep. Doug. I hated Doug Christie, but I love that team. Vladdy Divac, they had Bobby Jackson. He was cool. That was a squad. I love that team. Thunderbird. Uh, Tariq Abdul-Wahad. <laughs> Now, if anybody is like a YouTube highlight fanatic like I am, you need to look up some white chocolate. Yeah. ASAP. And those Kings teams. Yeah. Those were awesome. I'm really, they had some classic series. It was Cool Jason Williams and Cool Weber. And Peja. Uh, can't forget Peja. Against yep. old uh, Malone Stock. and Stockton. Yep. So it was such a, being that age, obviously I was pulling for the young guys over Stockton and Malone, and they had some great playoff games. All right, let's take a break. When we return, more random sports talk with Ken Wallington. Uh, I don't have anything. I mean, we got games starting next week in college football. I kind of like this free-flowing sports talk that we do. I like it, too. You sure? I'm just glad you're having me 
you know, come by. Because <laughs> if I stop coming by, you might, you know, I'll join the chat and you guys will start talking junk about me. <laughs> uh, we love everybody in the chat except that one guy <laughs> and his Mariners propaganda. Where are the Mariners right now? Seattle. <laughs> good point. That makes a good point. They actually might not be. Can't debate them on that one. Let's see. I Julio know. Rodriguez did make a sick catch the and other I night. And I will give him credit. Where nobody thought he had the caught it. Out. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. We'll give him really credit. Good. The man, the myth. But they are playing really well right now. So the Mariners are two back of the wild card. Weird to see the Rays and Astros as the wild card. Isn't that? That is a wacky year in baseball. Outside of the Braves and Dodgers, I think every other division leader didn't make the playoffs last year. Mm. Take a break. Come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The best place in Greenville to unwind after work and have fun is A.J. McMurphy's. A.J. says daily food and drink specials and an awesome patio. Perfect for some outdoor dining. And there's something for everyone every weeknight, including sports trivia on Wednesdays with Clip Brock. A.J. says live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover and brunch every Sunday. Make today an A.J.'s day. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pi Radio Live. Chad says, hey, Mr. Colors, how do you feel about Cedric Mullins? Nah, I like that. I like that, Chad. Mr. Colors. Uh, Mike P. said, was big, nasty Corliss Williamson on that Kings team? Yes, Mike P. And I remember he was being, it was like a sports center locker room interview, and he had an NWO shirt and hat in his locker, and I was like, all right. I'm That's a big my guy. Fan. I'm a big fan of this guy. <laughs> Russ said, Clip, why do you hate eyebrows? <laughs> you saying I is he saying I don't have eyebrows? <laughs> Danny's <laughs> moving away from the mic. Do I have like light eyebrows? No, I see them perfectly. Which now I am right here in front of you. Yeah. I, I don't hate I don't hate or like eyebrows. But before today he never noticed you had eyebrows. Okay. It's a weird question, Maybe Russ. Maybe it's on me with the camera. I'll make it happen. <laughs> Can you Photoshop some eyebrows? <laughs> Make them thick. Make them blonde. <laughs> hey, Russ, why are you a creep? Do an extreme close-up. What are you, uh, Tom York over there? You creep? Uh, Radiohead pun. That's right. right. Clipper, I need you to look up at the camera real quick. Smile. See? There, he's got eyebrows. What Smile, are you guys talking about? you're on candid camera. Oh, yeah. I see him. <laughs> yeah, I do. Oh, I do. Look. Oh, wow. They're there. All right. Let's see. Uh, Ken. Yes. You know we're two days away from? Touchdown uh, Friday. Touchdown Friday. What does that mean for you? And that kind of I love it. I love where are you going to be? You got you. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll be starting out at DH Conley. Uh, they're taking on the, the Laney Bucks. 
And then I'm headed to uh, Vanceboro for West Craven, Pamlico County. And that's week one for me. All right. Yeah. I'm trying. We got a great week one game, though. Wallace Rose Hills hosting Havelock, two perennial powers in eastern North Carolina. Doesn't seem like they play very often, if ever. So to get them in week one is the game of the week. That's a really good game to look forward to. I'm trying to do, I've been talking about doing it for years, the ride along with Brian Bailey. Hmm. Well, you won't have to leave Pitt County, so. Oh. <laughs> That is Billy Weaver doing his Brian North impression. <laughs> Hear that again, Charlie. I love it. Uh, so you do the Bailey Pitt County joke too? Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're I'm, his co-worker. I'm supposed to do that. Uh, you started it. Uh, I'm trying to. God do, bless him. Oh, he's, hardest working man in Pitt County. Love him. Hey, oh, by the way, awesome uh, job last night, MC. Yes. At UBE yeah. for the Jeff Charles uh, Scholarship. What a uh, what a great event that was last night. Yeah, great seeing a lot of uh, supporters out there, and congratulations to the two winners. Uh, Yvonne uh, over at UBE was one of the winners, and there was another winner that was not present, which you did not have to be present to win. But uh, it was a good turnout, great food from, I believe, King's Deli and Starlight. Great stuff over there. Uh, And, of course, uh, our our very own Jonathan Ellerby putting it on last night and Don Edwards as well. I was getting to a point, but let me sidetrack on the sidetrack. Let me tell you what I ate last night. (laughs) Two, it was kind of like Noah's Ark because there was two of everything rolling in. Two sausage balls, and these things were jumbo. Oh, probably my first ever sausage ball in the summer. Yeah, yeah I great. can see that. Yeah, yeah. Summer. It balls. seems like it's a Christmas time holiday yeah. type of thing. Yeah, that's great. I had two of them. I had two BLTs. Now I am not a tea fan. I don't like teas on my stuff. I take the teas off. Get them out of here. But I was in public. So I didn't want to take them all off. How finicky this guy is, taking his tomatoes (laughs) off the sandwich. So I kept most of them on. But my goodness, one of the best BLTs ever. And you know what made it good? The mayo that they had on it. That mayo was delicious. Mayonnaise is the most underrated condiment. And then, of course. I had two of them little suckers. The little ham and cheese with pickles on it. Guess how many I had of those? About six. Two. And you know what? To put it over the top, it was not just ham and cheese. It was two chocolate milkshakes. Oh, no. Close. We'll get to that in a moment. (laughs) So I had two, two, and two. And then I had two mini bunt cakes. The nothing bunt cakes was there. I had a lemon, as did Shirley. And I had a confetti. Thanks, Craig Marshall and the team over at Nothing But Cakes. Absolutely, that is my uh, that was my plate last yeah, night. That's a, that's a good one. Point I was trying to make. <laughs> Bailey said if he's still in studio at six thirty, I'm gonna try to meet him there Friday, and I'm gonna be his uh, handler. I'm gonna like. I be can his tell helper. you since I'm making the schedule, he'll be in studio at six thirty. So be there, and he's going to uh, Rose and. Yep. He said he would be around the area. South Central. Yeah, South yes. Central's playing Kenston. I need to uh, run it by the wife, but I think I'm going to be uh, Bailey's helper on Friday. That's going to be fun. I need to document that. And when you when you say helper, he's just going to make you do all the work. That's fun. I'll carry his bags. I'll let him. Uh, you know, man, that kind of makes me want to be here. That would be cool. You can do it one night. I'm sure Bailey would love the free help. It's like a police ride along, but not as fun. What the hell are you doing over there? It might be just as dangerous. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I should make any jokes. Bailey, oh, yeah. br- Bailey brutality. <laughs> it's not um, Bailey Day. It's Chandler Day. I do. Since it's my day, I do want a Bailey laugh since we're talking about it. <laughs> One of the all-time Bailey laughs. 
Eric said Laney should change their name to the Crying Jordans. All right. Not your best, Eric. <laughs> and neither is this one that I'm not going to read. That was stupid, too. Come on, Eric. Pick it up. Pick it up, man. You know, Laney's, it used to be, I don't know if it still is, but Laney's logo is basically the the old, the, old ECU old logo. Old ECU yep. logo, like flipped around. Oh, and yeah. they, uh, are they, have they worn like the gold helmets with the uh, old ECU logo? I think yes. so. Yes. I think I took a picture of that a yep. while back. It looked yep. pretty cool. Ken, what's your favorite high school helmet you'll be seeing this year? Oh, anything ooh, come to mind? Uh, I saw Paul Cornwell put yeah. it on, uh, on his Facebook the other day. They're bringing the lightning bolt back at Aiden Grifton. And I like It's got green. the matte green helmet, yeah. so it's not the shiny green. I thought that looked pretty cool. It did. Yep. It looked good. And uh, cool to see him back on the sidelines. Absolutely. One of the good guys in the business and uh, couldn't stay away. All right, Ken, um, when can we see you on the telly? Coming up about an uh, hour and five minutes. WNCT 9 News at 5, 5.30, 6 o'clock. And then uh, Friday night at 11.05 on Touchdown Friday. Touchdown Friday. The Blitz. <laughs> Not that one. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to hear Billy Weaver say it. We need to hear Weave say touchdown Friday. All right, let's uh we'll talk to you next weekend. Yeah, appreciate it. And we'll take a break, come back when we return. Playing the hookup with Jim Zoki of the Carolina Panthers Radio Network and the interim play by play voice of East Carolina football. More to go, PRL Wednesday. Back with you. Big show, Chandler Day after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Thinking about takeout tonight? Familia can make everything real easy for you with a great selection of Italian food and more. Visit familianc.com to see the full menu featuring pizzas, pasta, salads and homemade desserts place your order online or call 689-6330 and familiar will have your order ready and their convenient drive-through window for pickup finish up a busy day with a great dinner for yourself or your family from familia familia on fire tower road near Pitt community college now let's head back in to pirate radio live here is your host clip rock all right got a uh, sports trivia at aj's tonight but we'll definitely make either thursday or friday a football familiar night. Go through that drive-through window. Call in either the pizza of the week for twelve bucks or a cheesesteak, the uh, Philly cheesesteak, and uh, enjoy that familiar awesome spot for some great food. All right, uh, we've got still a ton of guests to get to on today's show, including Patrick Mason from the Daily Reflector, Titans play-by-play voice Mike Keith will join us on the show, and we'll talk some college football and some gambling with Wager McGee in hour number three. But right now, we uh, are glad to welcome on the interim play-by-play voice for ECU football, and he's been on the Panthers radio network for many, many years. Jim Zoki joins us today on Pirate Radio Live. Jim, thanks so much for your time. How you doing? 
Hey, Cliff. Thanks for having me on, and uh, great to talk to you. Tell Mike Keith I said hello when he comes on. <laughs> will do. Will do. Big day with a couple of uh, NFL voices joining us today on the show. And uh, Jim, been a fan of yours for a while. I'm a Commanders fan, but living in the area, I've heard many, uh, many Panthers games going back to Bill Rosinski, and then, of course, uh, Mick and Eugene and, and you in the booth. And uh, very, very cool to have you calling East Carolina games this year. And uh, how, how about uh, how it all came to be uh, with you being named the interim? And and uh, how excited are you to get rolling here with the Pirates? I can't wait to get rolling. Uh, I was out there, you may have seen yesterday, and uh, went to uh, practice, met Coach Mike Houston, uh, John Gilbert, I had spoken to a number of times, but had breakfast with uh, with John yesterday and lunch at Sup Dogs. I did I did the touristy tour <laughs> of Greenville for about ten hours. Uh, met a lot of the staff, uh, tour of the facilities. So uh, it's just the first visit. Obviously, it, it took in as much as I could. Enjoyed every minute uh, soaking it in for the time I was there. So I'll be back out there for practices and a number of times before we get to the Michigan game. But uh, yeah, I'm really excited about the opportunity, first of all, to jump in and do the play-by-play for football this season. And how it came about was I did express interest in it during the search, had a phone interview, and then when the situation arose where it's getting close to football season, they circled back around because, of course, for those who don't know, I'm in Charlotte. And so I work Monday through Friday doing a morning show on WBT in Charlotte in addition to the Carolina Panthers broadcast and really leave tomorrow to go to New York to do the uh, Giants game coming up on Friday night with our crew. And then... Um, kind of work with the logistics of how do you schedule both. But there's so many, as you know. You know West Durham uh, has done it. Gene Deckerhoff for years. Yeah. Done it. Talk to uh, Dan Horde a lot, who does Bengals and, uh, and Cincinnati Bearcats. So. It's, it's funny. We had uh, you know Bob Schusen, who does ESPN. He did the, uh, does the Jets play-by-play. And he was in the booth with Anish Shroff and me. And Anish does college football for ESPN as well. And the three of us spent about 15 minutes off of the air just talking about logistics and travels and nightmares and <laughs> delays and flights that are canceled so that's kind of the life of a broadcaster but it worked out where i'll be able to actually do all 12 games uh, for ecu so looking forward to getting started and jim uh, as i said i've heard you on uh, countless broadcasts in your color analyst role and also your uh, your studio work uh, as well and i know you've done a, a ton of play-by-play but how about the the different skill set that is and uh, again i know you've done a lot of it but going from play-by-play one day to, to color analyst the next day yeah, I mean, yeah, I've been doing broadcasting for decades. So radio, TV, color, play-by-play, uh, reporting, anchoring, all that stuff. So it's all good. I enjoy it all. Sports talk, like what you do. So I, I feel like this point in my career, I've done it all. There is a, I think there is a knack to doing it properly when it comes to play-by-play and staying on top of the play and, and not lagging behind. And, you know, especially, you know, the difference between radio and TV, just knowing that, you know, you've got to paint that picture and you got to be their clock and you got to be their scoreboard. It's not just in the lower corner of the radio. So it's kind of this mindset of getting the information out. Uh, but as I told a number of people here, you know, not being robots. I, I like folks to be themselves and use their personalities. So looking forward to working with Kevin and Andrew and Maceo and all the crew there and talking football. I, I think the best type of compliment we got doing the Panther broadcast through the years is it sounded like three friends, three buddies in football with you. We're kind of your eyes and ears. I hope Pirate fans will get that vibe and that feeling that, you know, we're Pirate fans and we're all going to watch the game together. We're all going to be happy when things go great. We're going to be disappointed when a bad play happens. But uh, just to be you know, part of that family and, and just be uh, where it feels like that. You're listening to friends, hanging out with friends, 
watching the game as opposed to being spoken to i would say the panthers had one of the more unique booths with uh with mick mixon and the way he'd paint the picture and you know ron rivera's barrel chest and and all that stuff and then you got eugene yelling like he's still on the field and so excited and i like the authenticity in that that it wasn't fake He, he was that excited and jacked up about a play in a football game and then you providing insight and also I, I don't know. I, I kind of thought back to the Dennis Miller almost with Monday Night Football. Like you, you have a, a great sense of humor, and you would work that into the to the game along with uh, the inside with the football X's and O's. So it, it was a great team. And, and Jim, I, I think it's kind of unique the way you did it with your humor. You don't hear that a lot on radio or TV broadcast. I, I appreciate it. I am a smart aleck. I just am, and so <laughs> it doesn't come through all the time because it, there's a game going on, but. You know, when it's needed and uh, when it works, it's fun. And you just talked about two of my favorite people on the planet with both Eugene and Mick, and, and they're excited that I got this opportunity with ECU to do these broadcasts for you guys, and they're two of my biggest fans. And I tell you what, it's um, that was fun. That was, a, as you said, a very unique sound. And we had on WBT one of our producers who was on a different show would just pull our absurd comments, like our side comments and, and, and things like that, and would make this Panthers in 60 reel, he called it, 60 seconds. And it was always about two minutes instead of 60, so like 120. And it was just stupid things we said on the air and comments and whatever. And it wasn't anything about the game. It was that <laughs> all right. stuff. That they, but you just edited all that stuff together. Awesome stuff. Talking to Jim Zoki today, interim voice of the Pirates and part, of course, of the Carolina Panthers as well. And, Jim, how much do you know about East Carolina? I know you're, you're getting to learn this current team, but how about, you know, the, the history of Pirate football, just being in the state and, and knowing uh, about the, the past and all that? How much do you know about East Carolina? You know, that's stuff that I, that I do uh, some, obviously not nearly as much as you guys do who live there and breathe it and all that. But uh, in the past, I've interviewed, I came here in the late 80s, so back doing sports talk. I mean, I finally remember like having like Bill Lewis on, having yeah. Steve Logan on, talking to Jeff Charles. So I haven't done sports talk on a regular basis in a while. Once the Panthers came in 95, I was doing a program called Carolina Sports Sunday, the two-hour Sunday night show. We originated out of BT in Charlotte. We were all over the two Carolinas with 25 stations. And I made sure we rotated to all the universities and football, basketball, and all that through the years. So, again, like in the 80s, 90s, and then once the Panthers came, I, I didn't do – I don't do that amount of sports talk anymore. But, yeah, I go back, and like you said, in the Carolinas for you know three decades now, being back this way. So I will say, you know, when I came to the stadium yesterday – it was my first time in there, so it was great to see it in person. Uh, going to Michigan will be my first ECU football game, and then the home opener versus Marshall. So it's new. So while I've got 29 years with the Panthers, uh, I also know what it's like to be new. And I know like, with uh, Mick did the games for 17 years last year. Anish Shroff was brand new during the Carolina Panthers. So it's different, and uh, I'm sure it'll be a lot of people like it won't sound the same to them. Uh, and everyone just has to be themselves, and I think we do a good job, and I know we will. Uh, people will enjoy it. We're going to honor Jeff Charles this year, and uh, he'll always be the voice of the Pirates. And he's earned that legacy, and uh, from everything I know about him, an outstanding human being, and he'll be missed. Uh, but I think we're going to have fun in addition to that of what we're doing on the air. Yeah, that's great. And uh, no matter who is in that seat, it'll never, uh, you know, be the same as as Jeff Charles and uh, great friend here to to Pirate Radio, to East Carolina, to to everybody here in Eastern North Carolina. And a, a very popular question, Jim, is will the the next voice say the phrase you can paint it purple at the end of the game have you you thought about that have you been asked that uh you know what do you do with the famous jeff charles phrase there 
you know, no one's directly asked me that, but no, that's Jeff's. Uh, I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. I said that belongs to Jeff, and to me, it's uh, not put the next suit in the booth uh, to replicate Jeff Charles. I think I'll be me, and I'll, I'll be honest, doing play-by-play, and I've done everything from you know national TV, national radio, to regional games, to high school games, is I've never had a, uh, a signature call. I, I'm, I might repeat a certain type of call here and there, but to me, each play is organic. And uh, you, know, you talk about you know, growing up uh, a Washington fan, and back at Frank, Sonny, and Sam, it was always touchdown Washington Redskins every single time. And then you do a highlight montage, you get 19 of those, <laughs> one after another. So for me, I, I just like to call each play as it is, whether it's a touchdown, whatever the big moment is. And, uh, and I'll call it as, as an ECU fan. We'll be disappointed when it, it goes the other way. But to me, I think yeah, that's how I've always done it. Nick was the same way, doing the Panther games. He never had a six-insure uh, Panther call. Uh, Rosinski never had a signature repetitive Panther call. And for those who do it, there are many in the NFL that do it. That's great. It's just, uh, it's just uh, again, kind of how I roll and how some like that and, and some do it a different way. So for me, yeah, it'll be a little bit different that way. Awesome. Uh, Jim Zoki joining us on the Pirate Radio Live line. He will be the interim voice of the Pirates. And, Jim, you got a cool trip to take for the opener, right? Uh, you get to go to the big house, uh, Ann Arbor, to call that one. And uh, really exciting start to the season for East Carolina uh, in the big house against Michigan, back home, huge home game against Marshall, and then a trip out to Boone for App State. So uh, should be a, a fun, uh, fun trips for you and some good football to watch. Yeah, I've been to Ann Arbor before. I went to uh, Bowling Green State University, which is like an hour away from there. So visited campus as a student a couple times to go see what it looked like. Since it was so close, I've not been to a football game there. Grew up in Ohio, so I, I have a built-in uh, not liking of that university <laughs> up north. So to, to get to go there and do my first game with East Carolina uh, is doubly exciting for me. So, yeah, I'm definitely not only an ECU fan, but uh, not a fan of the team we're playing in blue. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Jim, I know we got a lot of Panthers fans tuned in, uh, and then I'll ask you about the current team, but uh, I am curious, who are your favorite Panthers to talk to uh, off the air, just uh, or even on the air to interview? And you've got all these years, so uh, I'll give you some time to think about it, but who's the short list of go-to guys to talk to that were uh, Carolina Panthers during your time? Well, it's funny because a lot of them ended up broadcasting with us. Uh, Jake DeLum, I interviewed every week after practice, and he's part of our broadcast crew. Jordan Gross, another one who has done games with us, and this year he's coaching his son's high school football team, so Jordan won't be doing that. And we have Luke Keekley does the games with us. So those are three off the top of my head right there. Sam Mills will always be one because for many years, every Wednesday after practice, as in a player and then even as an assistant coach, he was a weekly interview of mine. And, you know, Sam, the whole keep pounding thing, uh, he is he is the Panthers. And he uh, he was just really such a gracious man. I always enjoyed talking to Sam Mills. He's got me in my all-time top of my list for there. And then today's team, the guy who's been to the longest, is in his 16th year now, long snapper J.J. Jansen. He is uh, one of the most well-spoken athletes I've ever had the, uh, the chance to not only interview with, but just to hang out on an airplane with in a hotel lobby and talk and see him off the air. Uh, so J.J. Jansen among the current ones. We've had a lot of turnover, obviously, with a young team past couple of years and players and going but somehow jj chanson with all the coaching changes has managed to be here for now 16 seasons with the panthers Man. as far as the current ones go he's he'd, he'd be the first one if I, if I needed an interview and if i needed a, a three-minute interview i might be in trouble because he doesn't talk that short but <laughs> the long-form interview jj could fill that spot 
Tim, a little work to do offensively for Carolina. No need to freak out after one preseason game, but uh, I know you hope to see some points coming up this weekend. What do you think about the 2023 Panthers? New quarterback, obviously, new coach, so a lot of newness. A certainly winnable division, it appears, on paper. So some sense of excitement there, I think, for Panthers fans, but also uh, maybe a little worry after what they saw uh, over the weekend. Yeah, and I think, you know, it's like everything we react to what just happened. But if you look at the body of what they did in training camp in Spartanburg, uh, how they played in the uh, joint practice session with the, the Jets heading into that preseason game, you know, they fared really well. And my confidence level, I would say as people, it begins with a head coach, Frank Reich, who played 14 years, quarterback coach, and Josh McCown, who's wrapped up 16 years. If they think Bryce Young can play, I tend to believe them. They know more than probably anybody that's talking about it on the radio will ever know about playing quarterback in the NFL. So the fact that they're excited about using him and what they see as being a unique and special player uh, that has that it factor, as they like to say, I believe them. And I think we just got to have some patience. Yeah, we, we want to roll out and, and look like, you know, the Alabama quarterback that was tearing up the SEC. But the, the reality is for any rookie quarterback coming in, and we're seeing it with Anthony Richardson and C.J. Stroud and everyone, it's going to take some time and, you know, Talk about Aaron Rodgers was just here. I mean, the kid sat for three years before he got to play behind Brett Favre in Green yeah. Bay, and now he's a four-time MVP. So it takes some time, and you can't rush that. But he is surrounded uh, by what will be a really good offensive line, despite what people think they saw in a preseason game last week, and really veteran, um, talented skill position. A lot of new guys with Miles Sanders and Adam Thielen and so many others. So I think they'll be good. I think you know, record-wise, we'll see what it is. But you're right, winnable division. Last year, 8-9 and nine won the division. It's like the American League Central. You could be the Twins or the Guardians, and you could win this division. So that's all they got to do is be in it around 500-ish since there's 17 games and, uh, and count them up at the end. They might win the, the NFC South. Jim Zoki joining us, Pirate Eagle Live Line. Jim, we'll wrap it up. Uh, and you mentioned the the travel earlier, and it's just something that you're going to have to deal with. You won't be the only one pulling double duty, but it is a tough task. Have you mapped out the uh, the toughest weekends? Do you have like a a trip to Texas, then a Panthers game, or anything like that? What are your uh, your toughest weekends coming up? It's actually the toughest one's going to be the home opener versus Marshall because of the time of the game being later. And then I've got to get to Atlanta because not only do I do color in those games, I do a three-hour pregame show. So my, my time on the air is not one. It's it's 10 a.m. Uh, but we're going to figure it out. And uh, we talked about some different options while I was there yesterday. We spent some time talking travel. But the nice thing is, like, the first game Michigan is Labor Day weekend. There is no NFL. So that was an easy one. And then ECU, obviously, has a Thursday night game. The Panthers have a Thursday game. Panthers have a Monday game. Both ECU and Carolina Panthers have a bye week. So when we started kind of putting the transparency down, lining up the two schedules, it was amazing of the 12 regular season games how little conflict there was that it just worked out in a great way. Kind of the other side is we play the Charlotte 49ers in Greenville. I live in Charlotte. And then Gardner-Webb coming out there. Those have been two easy road trips. So the closest game I'll have all year will actually be a two-hour drive uh, to Boone for Appalachian State. But every game will be worked out. Uh, I'm not going to miss any of the 12, as I said, with ECU and We'll wait to see that Tulsa game could be a Friday or a Saturday. It's doable either way, but Friday obviously would be easier the day after Thanksgiving 
if it worked out that way, but we won't know that answer till early October. But either way that goes, I'll still be able to do that Tulsa game too. And uh, and Jim, so interim, this all came about late, and, and I did say with the the situation that did happen here to to have a name like you, a voice like you, a resume with yours that this is like uh, this is making chicken salad. Definitely, this, this is awesome to have you as the interim voice. Do you have interest in being the the full time voice of the Pirates uh, moving forward after this season? You know, interim is not an incorrect label. I think we're all interim to some degree in what we do, but you'll never hear me say the word interim. So to me, uh, I'm doing I'm doing East Carolina football this year, and then I think we'll all uh, get through it, experience it, like to go through the travels, see how everyone reacts, uh, which I think will be very favorably to how it sounds on the air and how it goes, and then we'll look at it after the season. But for now, I think we're just interested in getting it on the air, doing a great job, and then once we get done, uh, we'll figure out the rest. You know, there's coaches shows, there's basketball, there's so many more things besides even football play-by-play, obviously, to play yeah. ECU. So we're just kind of flying it up at this moment. As I talk to you, I'm four hours away. But, again, you know, life changes, and we'll see what happens. But, yeah, to me, I'm looking forward to doing it. I, and I hope that's not the end of it once I get going. Jim, uh, awesome to have you on. Thank you so much. Been a fan of yours for a while, and can't wait to hear you calling games uh, for the Pirates this year. Thanks so much for joining us, and we'll talk to you again down the road. I look forward to it. Thank you, Cliff. All righty. There is Jim Zoki joining us, and uh, really cool to have him being the interim again uh, for the situation that arose uh, with Chris Edwards. To be able to get a guy like Jim Zoki uh, is, is awesome. And, uh, man, he sounds like he's fired up, ready to go. That's one heck of a weekend travel uh, he's got coming up uh, calling Panthers games, calling Pirate games but says it's all going to work out. He's going to be able to do all of them and uh, I'm excited to hear him and K-Mo and uh, as he mentioned there, Andrew Bay's doing road games and Macy O'Donnell will be the sideline reporter for East Carolina. So kind of freshly off the field uh, Macy o will be doing that for the first time. So uh, Jim Zoki, DB. I, I like, like him. him. I, I'm a fan. I'm yeah. a big fan. Like, I don't know if you've ever heard him. Like He does bring in humor as a color analyst i'm interested to see how much he does that as a play-by-play voice but he is unique to him i like kind of how he says there's a lot of different ways to to do a broadcast some guys have catchphrases some don't he is him uh he is himself and i'm not saying that chandler like the kids say he is him i'm saying he is jim zoki i don't know what i'm trying to say so i'm gonna let danny talk I agree. I think when you when you when you guys first brought him up and he first got the job, I remember you guys kind of saying that he was a color guy, kind of brought some comedic relief. He didn't really know kind of what his role would be in terms of calling the game and how it would go. But by the way he talks, he seems very well spoken, very understanding of everything that he does, and it's going to be interesting. I guess it will be time. Time will tell. I guess when the public reacts to how how they like him obviously it's going to be a significant change from jeff charles definitely the legend but i feel like hopefully i mean he seems like a nice guy so hopefully he gets a nice reception awesome stuff uh with jim zoki uh we'll talk more nfl and ecu with mike keith coming up later on in today's program we'll take a break p mace is running a little late but that'll be all right we'll uh get through until he gets here and uh, we'll talk some pirate football got some mike houston comments to get to we roll on a busy wednesday edition of pirate radio live after this
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese biscuits and country food around. They're open every day and have two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. And both locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93-ethanol-free high-octane gas. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Great to chat with Jim Zoki a moment ago. Interim play-by-play voice for ECU football, part of the Panthers radio network. And uh, comes on a day, surely a Wednesday, which as you remember, and boy, going back, it was a Jeff Charles double dip day, mm-hmm. really triple dip, because he'd do the morning drive, he'd do his program from the booth, and he'd be a guest on this show. And uh, just recently, it would be uh, him joining us Wednesdays on the show. We normally would call him at one o'clock, record mm-hmm. the interview today he'd probably be talking about the tigers beating the twins eight to seven on the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by the buck because he loved talking tigers baseball and cincinnati reds baseball uh we'd be and the reds up. was on the, the reds for a little while was actually doing quite well Absolutely. i think they're on the schneid right now but they've lost a couple of games but he would have been so excited to see the reds doing uh well and then well and probably not so excited that they've kind of fallen off a little bit loved uh, our wednesday chats with the voice and uh still miss those uh, it was a great honoring him last night uh, at ube with the jeff charles scholarship fund and uh great words from bailey and uh and don edwards talking about how the uh the next great broadcaster could have an opportunity to go to college at east carolina because of this fund and and maybe be the next jeff charles it was really cool to kind of think about that a great way to honor jeff and uh, his legacy yeah and it, it was nice to see uh everybody that came out a lot of familiar faces uh big guy matt maloney i ran into him uh last night but you know and don talking about their relationship their friendship and how it started way back in in the day i won't say how far back but he used to joke about how they both had coke bottle glasses and um and there's a there's a great picture of i've seen it a million times but he haven't seen it there's one of uh jeff and don uh and jeff had a lot more hair on uh on his head but um uh, you know uh they had some uh, great pictures of jeff and some some newspaper articles that were framed that were set up uh you know throughout uh ube it was a great event last night despite the the terrible weather uh we had a great turnout so uh i'm pretty pleased with it but also you know now we have an opportunity to have someone that can carry on jeff's legacy uh with that new scholarship fund and uh i'm very much looking forward to seeing who may come from you know and benefit from that scholarship uh great event last night great hearing from jim zoki a moment ago and chandler was working uh making the quote tweets and things like that Uh, did you not want to jump on with talking to jim zoki from the panthers radio network i mean i I mean, I did, but I mean, I just, I'm not a good multitasker. Okay. You know who was? Steve Tasker. 
Great special teamer for the Bills back in the day. I love that he mentioned J.J. Jansen, though, the long snapper, long-time long snapper. Did you what? just sigh, Shirley? I did. What? Wow. Was that, a, was that a Troy D. sigh? <laughs> no, it wasn't a Troy D. sigh. But it was a very he uh, heard it. loud sigh after I said the I just Steve Tasker joke. Okay. No, I said... Yeah. Uh, did you hear him talking about J.J. Jansen? Uh, yeah, I just said that. Oh, I'm sorry. I was too focused on Shirley's yeah, side. Yeah, he was too busy I did not hear the anything you just said. No, I understand. I, I apologize. I, as she was sighing, I was <laughs> saying that I loved that he had brought up J.J. Uh, Jansen as one of the all-time favorite Panthers that he likes to uh, interview. Because, uh, I mean, J.J. Jansen just has that personality, and he's the all-time Panther. Uh, he is Mr. Panther. He is, uh, I want to say, the longest tenured Panther ever. 16, 16 years? 16 years. Nuts. The 2009 season that the, that J.J. Jansen has been the long snapper for the Panthers. In fact, the Panthers got J.J. Jansen through a trade with the Green Bay Packers back in One of the biggest trades in NFL history, they call it. Uh, Eric is fired up today because he uh, shouted out MC Light earlier. And he said, I feel like Shirley has learned how to beat the YouTube and Facebook song copyrights. Just play live performances. Genius, Shirley. <laughs> well, I, I We still have I our fingers take, crossed. Yes. I can't gonna... take total credit for that. Actually, that was Glenn's idea. He said, give that a shot. The see if that'll dog? work. The big dog was the one that suggested it. And so I gave it a shot. And so, you know, fingers crossed. So far, so good. Um, but yes, uh, and MC Light, uh, you know, uh, one of my favorites from back in the day. So, uh, big shout out to MC Light. Did you read? Uh, Eric was very uh, active during that Jim Zoki uh, interview. Did you oh, see? yeah. I saw your joke, Eric. And I like to, and this is going to sound hypocritical because yesterday I didn't do the Mully jokes right to his face. Usually I like to do those right to people's faces. The Mully thing was a little sensitive. Uh, and the Jim Zoki, I don't have a relationship with him, and it was my first chat with him, so I didn't want to be uh, too jokey with him and upset him and have him hang up or whatever. Well, you don't want to make a bad impression. But I did appreciate the joke that Eric had. Yeah, I was in there laughing at it. He said, I vetted Jim's resume. Turns out he did not place third in the sack race at field day in fifth grade. Sorry, sorry Jim. Sorry, Jim. <laughs> sorry, Jim. I didn't want to do any resume jokes um, with Jim Zoki. Now, so. whoever the color guy is, uh, do you mention? But whoever it is, can they say, "Here we go, Jim"? Little Tony. Here we go, Jim. Can he do the moans and the grunts? Oh, You're not that guy. He got it. You're not that guy. Jansen said, "I had the chance to meet JJ Jansen at camp the other day. Awesome guy. I had a chance to meet Mick Mixon in North Myrtle Beach one time." Wow, way Ooh, to just topper. step right over Jansen's story. Sorry, Jansen, don't care. Chandler's got a story about meeting Mick Mixon. Uh, that was a cool team. Uh, Mixon, Eugene, and Zoki. I like how you kind of described them, too, with Mick painting the picture. He did it just about as good as anybody Kind of nerdy. Very nerdy. Um, he was Quirky. one of those, a very skinny, lanky, wore the suit with a hat. Yeah. Um, type of dude maybe but, from but, a different era but eugene seemed like he was on the field might as well doing the color pads. um a hard-hitting safety back in the day hard news very hard news he was very hard news uh got but, in trouble then, at the super bowl one time and then i mean jordan gross was good on the on the uh, sideline reporter but yeah I, I really enjoyed listening to those guys and i, I it's kind of like with the jeff charles situation now like i'd 
I'm so used to Jeff, and I was so used to Mick Mixon, and then when Anish Shroff came on the scene, I remember listening to Anish Shroff. And on, I said on, on, on ESPN, I said, "Oh, y'all got Anish Shroff. He's good." But Chandler, and I understand your perspective. You were like, I don't know. I, I can't. You just don't like change. You like you wanted your guy that you grew up on, and I get that. Yeah. So I, it, I just wanted Mick Mixon. That's yeah. what I wanted, and I've always heard Anish Shroff. On television broadcast, I wanted to see how he was on radio, and I actually I grew to like him last year, and I actually listened to him a little bit on Saturday when the Panthers were taking on the Jets. So I'm an Anish Raw fan now. He called our Charlottesville Regional this year. Anish did. Nice. He also called the ECU versus NC State game. He also called Riley Johnson eight different names. Oh, yeah, that's right. He also did do that. Riley Johnson Jenkins Coward. Because he wasn't there. Oh, my goodness. So it wasn't all on him. But, man, if you're not going to be at the game, we got to have some spotters at the game or something to help these guys out. I don't know why we're still doing that. I know. It's lame. Super lame. Uh, Jansen said, also met Iki Aquanu. I wore my ECU hat intentionally. Got the stank eye. I don't believe that. Did he really give you the stank eye? Mike P. says, Anish, big, big time lacrosse guy. Skip says, Eugene, love the women of the night. Well, Skip said just one time. Skip said Mick got mad at me because back in 2001 he trashed ECU and I called him out on it. Where at Skip? Where were you when you called him out on it? Did Patrick make some walk in? No, that was actually our old intern Carson. Oh, what? <laughs> the very random walk. That's Carson's music. That's Carl. By God, it's Carson's <laughs> music. Uh, Skip, where did you and uh, Mick? have a beef together hopefully it was at a restaurant no that didn't work uh skip says i don't i still think clip should apply for the play-by-play well here's one issue i don't i haven't done play-by-play in a long time and then there's other issues um i did graduate from ecu i, I like will pl- be passionate i have a lot of passion mm, for the game mm. i'm mm. a big fan of you on saturdays on uh, PA, you know I, I've never brought this up to you just because it's never brought the time, but why not now? You called Game Two of the Super Regional. Mm-hmm. I went home that day like God. I it's clips the reason. I hope he's not on PA tomorrow. And guess what you were doing the next day? PA for Game Three. And mm-hmm. guess what we did? Big fat L. Yeah, it's your fault. Guess who was pitching that game? It's not my fault. Certainly not. I'm not the one. <laughs> I'm not the one playing the game. It's Clips' fault. Don't pull up a box score. Right? <laughs> yeah. Dude. No, I am very superstitious as well. But I couldn't. After the Friday win, I could not pass up doing it. I had to do it. Of course not. I I felt bad. If I'd have known, if somebody had said, obviously, there's a good chance that if you call these two games, they're going to lose. And I said, are you telling me if I don't, they'll win? And they said, yeah, I would have set them out. But, man, I had to be there for the experience. Makes you feel any better. You're my favorite. Thanks, Danny. That's nice of you to when say. When it says Danny Beal's now pitching, I get chills just thinking about it. <laughs> Let's go to the Irons and Irons call to the bullpen. Now pitching for the Pirates, number 45, the Stash. Please do that. Do please. D-B. <laughs> Big game. Wheeling, dealing, Danny B. Anytime now. Wow, oh, that, was, that was pretty impressive. Yeah, get, get, a, get a swig. Mm. Get a swig. Everybody's in the stands are going to be like, all right, how much did he pay him? <laughs> that noise you made at the end was kind of sick. 
<coughs> I think I'm sick. <laughs> listen, listen. Anytime now. Wow. <laughs> um, anything else in the chat? Let's take a break. P-Mace, P-Mace was scheduled to join us for an hour. I think he might be down to about 15 minutes now. He's on the Bryce plan. I hope it's not worth his... Uh, I hope it's worth his time because we have added a couple of guests in hour number three, including... There are no flags on the field! I feel like your Mike Keith is not as good as he used to be. Is it because he's coming on? Come on, no. give me, give it to me, Chandler. Give me a long run Dig deep. by Derrick Henry. All right. 45, 50, 45, 40, 35, 30, 15, 10, in zone. Touchdown, Titans! Guy knows how to count, that's for sure. He does, and he knows how to build it up. Buttercup. Randy Bullock. But he'll never let you down. And then, oh my goodness, Trevor Lawrence is back to pass. He's in the pocket, Mike. What's going to happen? No, that wasn't good. Oh. I love how he critiques himself, too. He takes pride in this stuff. I, he's really good at it, but he's not at the top of his game today. The problem is, is he practices a lot, and it's usually somewhere near me. Well, it's crazy. Suck! There you go. That was it. That's the one. All right, let's take a break. When we return, more to go. Pirate Radio Live. Chad says, I'm sorry, but his Mike Keith is getting weak. I know. I haven't done it in that long. Yeah. I haven't done it in a while. But I in think, your defense, the more you do it, the better you, you sound yeah, like it. I have to do it a lot more. I think you're, because we have to do your Mike Keith impression when Mike Keith is on. Yeah, I'll do it. I think your, I think your best bet might be the long run. And give me a baddest man in the end, you know. He's the baddest man in the NFL. Uh, yeah, I think that's probably your go-to. Although you're Tannehill. How about a little finger roll? He's got that's it. pretty good. He's got to find it. You got it in there. I know you got it in there. You just got to find it. Go in the back alley and practice a little bit. You got it. <laughs> Let's uh, take a break. More to go. Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Town Insurance is your premier independent insurance agency. From maximizing opportunities to minimizing risk, Town's insurance advisors offer expert professional advice to clients of all sizes. For personal or business insurance questions, call 756-8300 today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. I was like, what are you doing? Your headphones are not on, and you were pointing at something? I I should have told Danny um, before we came back on the air, probably, that I needed him to do something. Uh, Jamie said, what's up with P-Mace about to miss two weeks in a row? I was going to do this segment as if it was just me and Chandler, and then do a surprise pan over. Like a WWE pop. Like, oh, he's in the building! P-Mace! P-Mace is here! Patrick Mason is here, and I got to tell you, Patrick, you look like a golden god. 
<laughs> I've never seen you uh, with color before. Yeah, it's it's rare, sun. but yeah, I got I got more sun I think than color. But, My goodness, yeah. you're normally a very white man. Yep, that's the Irish in me. <laughs> and now you are Redmond. Yeah, that's right. Hopefully, it you know I don't know. I'm starting to peel a little bit, but you, you know, know how we said there. somebody said there's a picture that we use for you when you're like on the phone or whatever, and it looks like one of those. Oh, pic- yeah. It's like one of those pictures you see in like a frame at like Target or somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Now you really look like you should be on one of those <laughs> the golden tan, like the stock photo when you buy the yeah buy the yeah. Frame. Eric says Patrick Leitzen. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good pretty, pretty good pretty pretty good but he has been busy for you people uh, because he's going to be putting out a lot of content both east carolina and high school related yes. and uh so that's where you've been today yep yeah just doing some high school stuff uh talking to a few different coaches and kind of making the round so you know doing the thing <laughs> i'm sorry i just saw a weird camera shot then uh, yeah I was, I was trying to sh- give the people on youtube an example of what you oh. were talking about <laughs> i like it good work DB. Uh, but, but the camera that was on with p mace was pointed at the wall but it's okay the people no. that saw it saw what they needed to see bada bing bada boom here we are very good jamie says he looks like andre the giant next to you guys yeah the perspective of people sitting in those chairs compared to these are wild and just look at you. Yeah, Ken looked like the Hulk earlier. <laughs> look at you, Taylor. Oh, my God. Don't hurt me, please. <laughs> Don't hurt me. Give me your lunch money. <laughs> I look like... Oh, man. Can I borrow some lunch money? Uh, Patrick, you have been where? I was on vacation in a different country. Mexico. Are we supposed to name it? Okay, Mexico. Yeah. Mexico. Mexico. So, well, that's cool. That's Yeah, that's why I got some color. It was The sun was very, very close to me. All right, let's tell Patrick what he missed with uh, yeah, in film, East Carolina football while he's in. been gone. Sure. Since you've been gone. Since you've been gone. Kelly Clarkson's time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you missed a scrimmage where four quarterbacks threw pick sixes. Defense dominated. All right. From what we saw. Yeah, from what we saw. There was some good. You, we did see the youngster. Javius Bond score a touchdown. Bond. Hatfield. Javius Bond. Saw Hatfield score. I did see a Hatfield catch, juke, and run for a touchdown. But we did see a He's... lot of pressure from that veteran defensive front. And that's yep. what we've heard about all, all camp, right? That they're looking pretty good. Good uh, returning group. So that's, that's what you want to see, right? I mean, the defense is usually, <laughs> I guess, ahead of the offense, they always say. But, I mean, hey. <laughs> It's weird when you're practicing against each other. It's like, you know, know. What, what's yeah. good and what's, you know, what's not. Like, it's hard. Um, we will not see the scrimmage this Saturday. Nobody. Maybe me and Bryce can go get the inside scoop. Uh, no, you can't. Not Now that you're recognized as somebody from Pirate Radio, yeah, probably not. you are not going to be are able to get Are you sure about that? I'll just, get, I'll just get on top of Clark LeClaire and get my binoculars out <laughs> all right get the galileo telescope out i tell you what danny that if you could pull that off for us we'd appreciate that i i i can finagle my way into that scrimmage i bet you now that i've said it probably not but i'll find a way <laughs> he's got like, probably got like a little secret spot to climb you know a little thing you don't want to tell us yeah that's, i'm sure are there tunnels like underneath clark leclerc and dowdy ficklin and can neither confirm nor deny <laughs> that would be a cool. little bunker somewhere yeah that'd be cool yeah if we, it do, was. we do have bomb bunker under home plate <laughs> <laughs> they uh everybody runs over there under there when danny's pitching against a good hitter because they know a bomb is coming oh yeah. hey now I'm, I'm not going there Laying across I'm charles it's pretty good it's pretty good <laughs> yeah you proud of yourself uh kind of <laughs> a little bit for I sure like, in terms of seriously i didn't like the delivery i need a team of joke writers because i had a good idea and if i'd have she given them put, the, she need to put it on paper they could have worded it better probably but 
All right. So, uh, did you go to practice today, Patrick? No, I was at. Uh, I, I listened to the thing, but no, I was uh, out and about. All right. I saw Chandler. Yeah. Uh, can I say that it was just me and Garrett short out there today? So uh, a little short out there, huh? <laughs> it's a little short staff. <laughs> what should we hit? What do we need to know, Chandler? You uh, you run the audio today. How about we do this? How about I? Now I asked this question. I asked my Mike Houston how the guys were bouncing back from Saturday's scrimmage. What well, cut? I think uh, bouncing back it's it's camp, and that's that's the challenge is bouncing back. It's uh, you know you 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 go from you know summer running and all that to practicing and it's you know six days a week and one day off and the recovery short and so bouncing back is a challenge right now Uh, i think as far as learning from their mistakes i thought we came out uh you know yesterday and did a lot of things well that we didn't do well on saturday so i think we're making some progress there um you know continuing to push through the week uh you know defensively uh you know we're doing a lot of stuff right now which is good uh, but, uh, you know, it's a, it's a challenge right now getting ready for everything offensively. Mike Houston was also asked, how is it balancing guys that are not 100%, but you still want them to get out there and get their work in? Cut three. Well, I think that's the thing. Um, you know, we've had some sniffles go through us, uh, you know, here during camp. So you've had a lot of guys practice when they weren't feeling great. And I got respect for kids to push through and do that. You know, I think, I think when, when a kid's got a cold or something like that, he shows you a lot about who he is. By how he goes out and pushes. So I think it's uh, you know you got it's a fine line though uh, because at the end of the day, you know nobody really feels good. You know, uh, you know Mason didn't sleep hardly any Friday night and uh, you know under the weather a little bit on Saturday, but nobody cares. You know you got to go out there and play. And so uh, it's uh, it's one of those things where you just got to kind of take take it you know one day at a time and kind of see who they are over the balance of the whole camp. Sorry to interrupt. I don't know who this guy is on TV, but I love the picture of Santana Moss celebrating a touchdown in the Seahawks playoff game a few weeks after Sean Taylor had passed away, and he's doing the 21, looking at the skies, and I want that picture. And I also want to talk about famous sports photos that you guys would like a poster of. I'm going to change my inner YouTube chat and say, why are you talking about the Commanders? Nobody cares. <laughs> wow. Hey, get you the cuts? He probably yeah. probably deserved that one. Just get back to the cuts. Well, with the loss of Keaton Mitchell, C.J. Johnson, Holt Nailers, and Ryan Jones last year, Mike Houston was also uh, asked about uh, the new weapons that we'll see on offense. Well, I think you got some guys in the receiving core that have really good speed. You know, where's Josiah, Carey, or Jari, or whomever. Um, so I think you do have, you know, you're probably a little bit faster in that group than you were last year. Um, you know, in the backfield, uh, you know, Keaton was a dynamic, explosive player. You know, so it's not like you can clone him and, and bring another one along. But I think we're, we're solid at the running back position. Uh, you know, Rajay is, I mean, he, he is, I said it the first day we had contact, and he's continued through camp. You can't tell that he ever had an injury. Uh, you know, he had missed a step. Marlon's probably a little bit quicker than he was a year ago. I think Javius Bond br- does bring some home run ability there, but he's just a freshman. Uh, Coach Jamie was, says Patrick looks like he should be playing sitting in that seat. He does. <laughs> you know, like a, like a former I, offensive lineman, you know, when they kind of slim trim down yeah, oh yeah. after their career. <laughs> <laughs> I got to see this perspective, you know. I, yeah, all right, we'll show it to you. Uh, classes start next Monday for the student athletes, so they'll go to a different schedule. Uh, but Mike Houston was asked, how important are these final practices before school starts uh, beginning next week? They're critical. Uh, I've told them that. They are critical. You know, you're – you're making you're making your last decisions this week on 
you know, who's going to get reps on the special teams and, you know, who's going to get reps you know, offensively and defensively, who's going to, you know, be on the look teams. Uh, and, you know, that, that stuff is evaluated all throughout the season. It's not like it's the cutoff. You know, it's not like it's not quite like the NFL where it's cut day or anything like that. I mean, you're going to have guys that don't play early in the season that will play later in the season. Uh, we've, we've seen that every year. But, you know, there's, there's a lot at stake here uh, this week for those fringe guys. Big week. Uh, this is like a – I like his comparison there. Not a cut week necessarily, but he's ready to roll uh, at least like the first month of the season who, who are going to be his guys. Although one position is going to be different from that. A couple positions, Chandler, which we'll get to with cut six when he talked about kicking. Yeah, there's some competition going on just about – everywhere on the roster especially at the kicking game with the kicker and the punter and uh, Mike Houston was asked when will that decision be made I think you do that one that one probably is going to go a touch longer just because that's a that's a pretty uh, easily measured uh, kind of metric right there as far as you know you either make the kick or you don't you know your op time is what it is um, that kind of stuff but uh, but I do put a lot into what they're doing this week because uh, you know in the stadium last week I thought we were very very good uh, and so if we have the same kind of performance this week, then you feel good, you know, no matter who it is. What was that noise? Was that uh, you? No, I was about to speak. Well, uh, Joey in the chat says, what's up, family? Hey, Joey. Joey. Can we get a Joey paint of purple real quick? Yeah. <laughs> Please? For him? <laughs> that was good. Oh, we need a Joey painted purple. Joey, I miss you, and uh, I miss you. We're going to miss you tonight, Joseph. Actually, is he coming tonight? I think he said he was out for the show, but would be here tonight. Is that right? Oh, I hope so. That's awesome. great news What is Pintaleta Violeta? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Jim Zoki, you need a call <laughs> for the end of the game? There you go. We should play that. Puedes Pintaleta Violeta. It's so beautiful. <laughs> Joey, we miss you, um, and I miss Micah. My, wait, God, we haven't seen Micah in a while. I know. Like, sucks. One day she was just like, see you at the end of August. I was like, what? All right. I thought you cared more about me than that. But, just got to play some ball. Canada. In Toronto? Yeah. <laughs> it's summertime. <laughs> okay. Does that happen a lot up there? I don't know what those Canadians do. You're the world traveler, not me. Speaking of which, Mike P says... Any good soup south of the border? Um, soup? Yeah, there's, and I think on this show I disparaged tortilla soup, but I did have some good tortilla soup. Ah, so if you get it authentic, yeah, it from... must it must be the they must know what they're doing. So it was actually pretty good. Good to hear. Good to hear. What other cuisines did you enjoy down there? Um, there's a lot of like beef. Okay, this one taco stand. The tacos were great, but they had this taco stand, and they had three, four, five little bowls, and there was ants mealworms like they had bugs crickets and mm. i mean it wasn't like that was the main thing but there was just one little spot they were options to eat yeah it was options and mm. so like, like do this... you want veggies stand at your yeah. it's like do you want ants on your taco right and i was like like people eat this stuff and they're like yeah it's you know protein protein like, I, yeah. I can find protein elsewhere right but it was out there and it was interesting and uh yeah <laughs> it was a thing uh joey will be at trivia tonight Bang. Sweet. And uh, hopefully back Bang. here at Pirate Radio tomorrow. We miss you, uh, Joey. But we always have your painted purple call. Puedes pintar este violeta. 
never never will i not smile when i hear that mm. all right patrick uh, i feel like we didn't accomplish much with you today sorry do we ever <laughs> that's a good question that's a good i point. feel like we always just get off topic and we just it just gets off the rails usually why do we go an hour when we just went 12 minutes and did about the same thing that's true we were very economical today yeah. with our uh our time uh you are welcome to stick around it's uh it's up to you but uh we got to take a break all right we got to wrap up the hour we got to talk to a titan we got to talk to mike keith when we return on pirate radio live you can check out patrick's work pages of the daily reflector online reflector.com both ecu and high school football kicking off so fun time busy time fun and busy you going out to any high school games uh friday uh not that i know of all right but we'll see all right we shall see mike p said i'd like to thank patrick did joey's painted purple call after he had an authentic tortilla soup <laughs> Harry said, one request for this year, Patrick. Lay off the coaches, huh? (laughs) (laughs) When uh, the only man Cliff Godwin's afraid of, Patrick Mason. (laughs) Okay. Don't don't tell Cliff. Danny knows better. (laughs) Uh, We'll take a break. Come back. Mike Keith joins us when we return. Pirate Radio Live after this. And how can make me more You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Order Jersey Mike subs on the mobile app and get delivery right now to your home or save time and order ahead to skip the line to pick up from your nearest Jersey Mike's sub location. Jersey Mike's a sub above. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. DB, did you watch uh, Untold Balco steroid stuff yet? One more time. The Untold on Netflix uh, about the steroids. The new one that came out this week. No, if if it came out this week, I haven't. Is it baseball or? It's everything. Track, all the athletes, football, but some Bond stuff. But it's not that interesting, honestly. An hour? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kind of a bridge to get us to Swamp Kings. They're cranking those things out, dude. I mean, it feels like they're coming out with a new sports one every week. It's it's kind of cool. Well, that's because they are. Yeah. Well, hey, Swamp Kings, (laughs) book it. Calendar TV. I'm excited about that one uh, with Urban, Corch Urban Myers. Urban. Urban. Go Gator. Tim Tebow. Uh, and and that whole crew. Yeah. Uh, I think that's coming out next week. All right. We have on the Pirate Radio Live line, very excited to welcome to the show Mike Keith, play by play voice of the Tennessee Titans and Chandler Man. Honeycutt. We love voices. Uh, you do a ton of impressions. You like to do a Merrill Reese every now and then and uh, yeah. Gus Johnson and Mike Keith, one of your favorite ones as well. And uh, to have him on the show is just awesome. Mike, thanks so much for your time. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. Uh, it's a pleasure to be with you. 
Awesome. And uh, got a few East Carolina to Tennessee connections. And we'll talk about uh, Chris Johnson and uh, all those long runs you called for him years ago. But more recently, uh, Terrell Williams able to take over the head coaching duties. Really cool move by Mike Vrabel uh, for their game, their first preseason game over the weekend. And uh, Terrell handled the, uh, the the questions from the media and uh, the play at the coach duties on the sidelines. And hopefully, uh, Mike, this is a trend we see across the NFL because I know Terrell was a, a very uh, appreciative of that and, and Mike was really happy to give him that opportunity. How did the whole uh, operation go over the weekend? I think it went really well. Uh, we had a lot of good things come out of it, both on and off the field. I think uh, Terrell did a great job, which is not a surprise. He's a he's a very smart, detailed uh you know, coach who, who sort of understands how it all fits together, which is obviously what a head coach does. Mike wanted to showcase that, wanted to, to give him the chance because, I mean, some of the discussion that came out of it is, do we have to keep giving every head coaching opportunity to somebody who called plays? And the answer is no. Um, the job of the head coach is vastly different in every situation, and I think to, to meet him personally, which is what the public started doing, he's been with us for six years, but... In Vrabel's first two years on the job, the assistant coaches were not out front very much. And then we had two years of COVID where we didn't get to talk to anybody at all. As a matter of fact, I didn't even get to go downstairs in our building for two years. And and I wasn't the only one. There were a lot of staff members that didn't as a COVID precaution. And so a lot of people, as, as Mike sort of expanded his philosophy and wanted to get his coaches out there and wanted them to spend more time in the spotlight. Uh, we started to really get to know them last year. And when Mike made Terrell the assistant head coach in the off season, I don't think anybody was really surprised because of how respected he is throughout the team. And then to see this happen, you stopped and you said, makes total sense. Really a smart move by Mike Vrabel to, to give this guy this opportunity, and he hit it out of the park. Every press availability, every you know, sort of production meeting, every touch point that he had a chance to hit, he hit. And what I think will come out of it is that he will probably get some head coaching interest that he would not have gotten other, you know, outside of this happening. So great for Mike Vrabel. Great for the Titans organization. Obviously fantastic for Terrell Williams. But also something else, too. I mean, you're delivering a message to your ball club. And you're saying, hey, we want to put forth the people who do the job the right way. Whatever the job is, we want to make sure they're getting full credit and the full opportunity to grow. And in college, maybe that wouldn't be as big a deal. But in the pros, it is a big deal because you don't generally call everybody coach. You're working together with people. You call people by their first names, and they're all working a job. It's a different job, you know, if you're a player or a coach, but it's a job nonetheless. And so in that workspace, that promotes a real camaraderie, and it's a good thing. Mike Keith joining us on the Pirate Radio Live line, and and speaking of – 
Mike Vrabel and Danny as a Patriots fan. I'm sure you uh, hold Mike Vrabel in high regard. In fact, one playoff game, he out Belichick, Belichick. Sure did, if I remember. Um, but Mike, when you look at the Titans and you're like, do they have maybe some quarterback issues? Do they have enough weapons? Do they? You can have the questions, but at the end of it, you say, well, they have Mike Vrabel. I think he's kind of put himself into that conversation amongst NFL coaches now, where you kind of just trust him that the Titans will always be pretty good if he's there uh, on the sidelines running the operation he's a top five head coach uh, there there's no question in my mind i mean for us to play 177 players the last two years because of injury and to come out as well of it as we have i mean last year didn't end very well but we were we were pretty desperate at the end of the year and yet in week 18 we were three minutes away from making the playoffs um, he's a communicator he understands all facets of the game, offense, defense, and special teams. He knows the rules. He manages his staff well. He has good people. Uh, When he loses somebody, he goes out and hires somebody better. When the offense didn't work, he totally reshuffled his offensive staff and brought in what he felt like were better people and gave more responsibility to some of the coaches who stayed on the staff. So, all of those things fit together to make him a very complete head coach. Mike Keith joining us. Mike, uh, uh, East Carolina, the Titans connection. We mentioned earlier Chris Johnson, and Chris was uh, obviously a guy with world-class speed here at East Carolina. His senior year, he really, I don't know about the first time, but really took it serious and, and got in the weight room, practiced hard every day. And I remember Skip Holtz and the coaches talking about that, that he was just a different guy his senior year, put up astronomical numbers, went to the combine, ran the four-two-four, and the Titans made him a first-round draft draft pick i I, and i think other pirate fans had no idea he would be what he was having a 2000 yard season and just taking the nfl by storm uh how much fun was it to watch him run and those long runs he had and and just so many games for the titans over the years i think in certain instances he's still running i think you know he's still going because some of those runs were crazy i mean 91 yards 85 yards 80 yards We've never had a player, and I have never seen a player that I have covered in the NFL who could take it the distance or was more of a threat to take it the distance than Chris Johnson. Barry Sanders was maybe close, but Barry Sanders, for all his greatness, lost a lot of yards, too. You know, he would reverse his field and go behind the line of scrimmage, and he would, he would take those chances. Uh, CJ didn't have to do that. C.J. hit the hole, and if he beat that first line of defense, there was a pretty good chance he was going all the way. Uh, You know, he just got put into the uh, Reese's Senior Bowl Hall of Fame, and his Hall of Fame performance is where we really noticed him most, and then we were sort of trailing him the whole time through the draft process. When we drafted him at number 24, there were many people that said, well, he's kind of a hybrid. You know, he's going to be a wide receiver. He's going to line up in the slot. He's going to be a kick returner. And I remember on draft day, they made the offensive coordinator at the time, the late Mike, Mike Heimerdinger, available. And I said, you know, I, I see the national pundit saying he's going to be a, you know, sort of that weapon all over the, the offense. And Heimerdinger put his finger up and said, 
No. He's a running back. Just don't don't ever say that to me again. He's a running <laughs> back. And sure enough, I mean, he was. I, I think CJ's got a real case for the Hall of Fame. I, I really, really do. You know, starting his career off with six straight 1,000-yard seasons and having a 2,000-yard season included, it's hard with running backs. I mean, we've got a guy who plays for us right now, yeah. Henry, who I think is – I think he's on the cusp of Hall of Fame credentials. I think one more really good year, and he's there. Um, there there's that, That's a tough position to be judged. But I had Eddie George. I had Chris Johnson. I, I currently have the pleasure of calling the games with Derrick Henry. Man. And when you, ha- when you have a great back, it's something awfully special. That is a phenomenal trio of backs, uh, and it, it shows your longevity in the position you've been in, Mike. And <laughs> I remember the uh, – of course, everybody uh, remembers the Music City Miracle. I, I'm a Commanders fan, a Washington fan, and believe it or not, a uh, couple of hours after Mike had the tremendous call of, of Di- Wycheck to Dyson, that was the last home playoff game Washington has won. That's sad. I'm sorry. I'm just talking as a Commanders fan now. I can't believe it's been that long. Uh, but later that day, they beat the Lions. Haven't won a play a home playoff game since then. It's been uh, miserable. Brad Johnson at quarterback? Uh, yes. Actually, that was uh, – yeah, yeah, we beat Gus. Brad was the quarterback and beat Gus Farad, who was quarterback in the uh, Lions then. You're right, Mike. So, uh, got to go back a long ways. Mike's seen a few uh, few playoff wins since then with the Tennessee Titans. Uh, we got Chad, our resident Titans fan. This is for uh, for him. He says, tell Mr. Keith I said hello. And earlier in the show, we talked to Jim Zoki uh, from the Panthers radio network. He, uh, yeah. he gave you a hello as well, Mike. So, there's a couple of hellos for you. Yeah, it really does a good job there. And uh, I'm looking forward to, to having a chance to welcoming uh, the Panthers to Nissan Stadium later this season. So uh, we're we're excited about uh, the year and, and what we have coming up. And hopefully we've you know we've got some good things on the horizon this year. You got to look at uh, two of your, of your young quarterbacks there over the weekend, Mike, with Malik Willis and Will Levis, and, and Ryan Tannehill still there as well. Uh, what is the overall outlook there in the AFC South with your Titans this year, and what are the expectations for you guys? Ryan Tannehill is going to be our starter, and you know we're we're in Minnesota right now practicing against the Vikings, and Tannehill had another good day. He's just he's rocking and rolling. Uh, the two youngsters are battling it out to be his backup, and it's a great battle, which is a great thing for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Malik Willis is vastly improved. Will Levis has a lot of pro-style experience and is getting better all the time. Uh, tremendous arm, maybe the best arm of any quarterback we've had since I've been here. Hmm. Uh, really a different, a different type of player than even I thought he was in terms of skill set. But uh, love the battle. Excited about the battle between the two guys. And I think we will keep all three quarterbacks, which is not something we have normally done in the past, because I just don't think you're going to want to let either one of those two guys go. Um, they, hey, the longer they battle and the better they battle, super. Mike Keith joining us, and Mike, we'll let you run. But before we do, I'm sure this has happened a thousand, a million times over your career, but. Our Chandler Honeycutt here. We're, we're big fans of you. Chandler's a Mike Keith super fan, uh, and he's got to do his Mike Keith impression and, and get your grade on it. 
Well, first of all, Mike, I want to say thank you for coming on. It, it's uh, I've been listening to you for a long time, and uh, and that's crazy to say because I'm not even a Titans fan. I'm a Panthers fan, but I remember in high school, I, I got a best friend named Devin. He's a huge Titans fan, and we went to school, high school together, went to East Carolina here together, and I remember him coming up to me and saying, I think we have the best play-by-play guy in the whole NFL, and I'm like, ah, look, I, Nick Mixon is my guy. <laughs> I like Nick Mixon, but uh, I'll, I'll give this guy a chance he's like here you need to listen to mike keith and man i fell in love with you and your play your play-by-play work uh ever since i've uh started listening to you but i do remember uh actually i listened to you i worked at a local restaurant here in greenville and uh and i was a dishwasher and i remember instead of playing music it was the divisional round, Titans versus Ravens, back in 2019, and you and Dave McGinnis, uh, aka Coach Mac, y'all guys, y'all guys had a lot of great calls in that game. But no, I, I listening to you, and I, I literally go and listen to you like your highlights on YouTube. <laughs> but I see a lot of the, of course, the there are no flags on the field, and of course you've got. I love how I love how Mike, you also do this where. You know, you you seem so calm until that Titan gets into the end zone. So you're going, you got to the 30, to the 20, to the 10, in zone, (laughs) touchdown, Titans. (laughs) And also, you got to give me a sack, Chandler. uh, Give me a sack. Sack. Yes. (laughs) What do you think, Mike? Pretty good. I I think he's pretty. He's pretty good. I got to say. you know, it's, it's funny because I have been fortunate enough to do it a little while. And, um, you, you know, people, we, we've had, we've had some great moments with this team. You know, we had the music city miracle play and, uh, we've had, you know, call Steve McNair and Eddie George and Chris Johnson and now Derek Henry and some great defensive players too. And, you know, we've been real fortunate and for, for me to get this opportunity has been a tremendous amount of fun I hope it sounds like we're having a good time. Absolutely. No doubt. You know, we want to be professional, and we we want to do the, the absolute best job that we can for all of the fans listening, but most specific, specifically for the Titans fans. But at the same time, I mean, life's pretty serious, and there are a lot of things that go on in this world that are a lot more serious than football. And so I hope we sound like a bunch of guys – who are just so happy to be there. Because I grew up in a small town in Middle Tennessee, never thought I would have an opportunity like this, never thought there would be an NFL team in Nashville. And so this is a mind-blowing experience, and and I enjoy every minute of it. I mean, I enjoy being in the hotel room in Minnesota talking to you guys right now, but <laughs> it's, it's beyond where I thought it would ever go for me. That's and, awesome. Um, There's... It's, you know, it's very humbling, actually. There's two NFL stadiums I've been to. Of course, I've been to Panthers games, but I've been fortunate enough to go. I went three straight years with my said buddy earlier, Devin, uh, to some Titans games. You watched them beat my Redskins, right? I watched them beat the Redskins yeah. when uh, actually it was Taylor Lewan and uh, Josh Norman got into it. Got after into the game. it. Josh Johnson was the quarterback for the Redskins right. that day. Yeah. But the one I remember, uh, Mike, is uh, it was New Year's Eve. And the Titans and the Jaguars were going at it for a spot in the playoffs. And I remember the Titans pulled it out. And, man, I I felt like a Titan fan that day. And as we were leaving our section, we were actually in the lower bowl, I remember looking up, and I remember thinking, that's Mike Keith. (laughs) Him and Dave McGinnis 
The Titans had just punched their ticket to the playoffs, and Mike Keith and Dave McGinnis, a.k.a. Coach Mack, are halfway out of their booth looking at the fans, <laughs> shaking their fists, yep. saying, let's go, and I'll look up at you, and I'm like, yeah, let's go! <laughs> Me sitting here, a Panther fan, but just seeing you and the, the yeah. excitement, you can just see the true excitement on you and uh, Dave McGinnis' face. I thought that was a pretty cool, pretty cool moment. Well, thank you. That was 2017. That was our first playoff appearance. We punched our ticket for the first time in nine years. Mm. And when you go when you go nine years without, uh, even though you know it was like five degrees that day, uh, yeah, we're going to hang out of the booth and and celebrate with all the fans because that's you know that's the whole thing about this league is you got to make it to the tournament. And I listen. I'm a huge college football fan. Don't get me wrong. I love college football. But the greatest thing and the worst thing about the pros is it's very simple. It's either win or lose. It's very simple. There are a few things in life that there is no gray area. It's either you've won and you make the playoffs or you lose and you're out. Nobody ever remembers. I mean, like two years ago, the Cincinnati Bengals went to the Super Bowl. Do you remember what their record was in the regular season? Do not. It was a losing record. I did not, no, but I do not remember what it was. They were, they were ten and seven. Yeah, ten and the seven. Point is, that, but the, here's the whole point. That doesn't matter. If you get in the tournament and you're an NFL team, anybody has a shot because that's the way the NFL is. And so, you know, we've been on a couple of deep runs. I've called a Super Bowl. I've called three AFC Championship games. Um, we're going to win one at some point. Because we've got ownership and, and Mike Vrabel and, you know, we've got some people in place that I, I think are going to give us a chance to win one sometime in the near future. I hope I'm around for it. And I also hope I'm around to open our new stadium in 2027, which is going to be unbelievable. Yeah, I've seen the outline for that stadium. It's going to be pretty sweet there in the uh, downtown district of Nashville. Mike Keith joining us today. Mike, thanks for just hanging out with a couple guys from Greenville, North Carolina, talking uh, football. Really enjoyed it, man. And uh, we'll keep uh, listening to you. And everything you said is true. We can tell how authentic it is and how much fun you're having. And that's why I think you have so many fans, because of the way you do it. So uh, keep up the great work, Mike. And uh, it was uh, awesome to talk with you today. Thank you, Mike. You're, You're very kind. Call me again. There is Mike Keith, the legendary Mike Keith, joining us. Chandler, did that live up to the hype? Man, I think it surpassed it. Oh, it totally surpassed it. What a guy. By miles and miles and miles. (laughs) By yards and yards and yards. (laughs) That was awesome. Another thing he does that I like about Mike Keith, and I didn't bring it up. I didn't want to go too crazy. But I I listened to a lot of his broadcasts, and that story is true. When I was a dishwasher at a local restaurant in college, and I was like, what do I sit here and do? I mean, oh, the Titans and Ravens are playing. You bet your bottom dollar I'm going to listen to Mike Keith and Dave McGinnis. And I'm sitting there, and another thing I like about Mike Keith is when he goes, and it's another a gain of 15 and a first down for the Titans. <laughs> Chandler is a pig in slop right man. now. And man, just hearing his voice. That, that really, somebody said it on YouTube, that really capped off Chandler Day right there. Absolutely. <laughs> you are glowing. So, uh, Mike Keith, that was fun, man. Yeah, that really was a great interview. Coming on. What a dude. What a guy. All right. Um, Shirley, I'm going to make the call. We're going to push Wager to Friday. 
because we do not have time for old wager today so uh we'll, we'll do that on friday we got the big man on campus jeff and they do tomorrow uh right now i want to go ahead and open up the bootay bag and make somebody a give it away, winner give it away give it away now give it away give it away give it away now give it away give it away give it away now why my baby gotta fix all right what are we giving away today yards yards sorry he said uh, yards one time, and uh, Chandler and I had a moment like, oh, he just said yards. He said the thing. He said the thing. Yards. We were like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yards. You know what? What? If you had Chicken ever got, had, a, had a chance to interview Skip Carey, I think you probably do the same oh, thing. Oh, my goodness. That would have been, yeah. He's throwing up in the bullpen. Uh, we'll be uh, running the postgame show right after this 643. Here's the pinch. Six, four, three. That was one of my favorite calls when he <laughs> set up the double play before the pitch. Go ahead. All right. Uh, $10 gift card to AJ McMurphy's up for grabs. I'm going to take color number six. Color six, 317-1250. We're back with more Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Russell's Clothing in downtown Washington has everything you need for game day or any other day for men and women. Whether it's dress, casual, or even a formal occasion, Russell's has you covered. Russell's, uh, Russell's rather, has served Eastern North Carolina and beyond for 40 years with quality clothing and personal service. Russell's Clothing on Main Street in downtown Washington. Pirates supporting pirates. And congratulations to Pam Odom of Winterville. Picked up a $10 gift card to A.J. McMurphy's. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Chandler, remember um, somebody asked Tyler because we were doing Chandler Day, are you leaving? And no, we just wanted to honor you while you're here before, you know. Before what? (laughs) Before you go, before something happens. I don't know. But I think you might should retire because I don't know if it's going to ever top what just happened. I know. It's um, this right here. Listen to the joy of Mike Keith listening to you call his uh you got his play to the 30 to the 20 to the 10 in zone <laughs> touchdown titans <laughs> and also you gotta give me a sack chandler uh, give me a sack, sack! yes <laughs> what do you think Mike? the old belly laugh i mean he was guffawing he's pretty good this guy's pretty good, man. And it's it's so funny. I don't know if I've told the story, but I mean, uh, I, I came in here on Monday. I, uh, my my Titans friend sent me a video of Mike Keith doing something. I noticed. I said Mike Keith has an Instagram, which he I guess made recently because he didn't have many posts. So of course I followed him. Ten minutes later, he followed me back. He's a follow back guy. And wow. I came in with like so much joy so much pride and i showed clip and he's like you need to get him on kind of like jokingly slide slide into the dm and um 
then he was like, actually, you should get him on because of the Terrell Williams story, the connection with East Carolina. We can also talk about Chris Johnson. Um, so I shot my shot yesterday, Swish. and he left me on red oh. for a day. But I was at East Carolina football practice this morning, and I looked down at my phone, and it's 10, 10 voice is his Instagram handle. That's, and it said, that's pretty boss. And, and it said... What time after five o'clock Eastern time will it work for you? That's better than sending the you up, texting, getting a response back. That's electric. <laughs> yeah. Seeing that, like you're yeah. all, it's not even not your hero, but like someone you admire in yeah. the profession, that's pretty sick. And it's just so fitting, I guess, for it to happen on Chandler Day. Yeah. I was planning on having Chandler Day before any of this because it went kind of hard at you yesterday. And it's fine. I, I apology accepted. Chandler, you ever heard of Johnny Most? You never apologized, though, did you? No, but I, I will. <laughs> sure. Danny Bill and I were listening to Johnny Most during the break. Hey, you know, the, the and there's a steel by bird underneath the DJ lays it in. What a play by bird. Just a gutless display by Lambert. <laughs> but we were watching the videos of uh, the, the Pistons and Celtics and uh, Johnny Most. You need to get on Johnny Most if you haven't. If you do uh, I need know. to get a real old time announcer. You know, now, before the he, Detroit media called me the yeah. jerk of the week, well, I'll be—I'll never be like you, people. I'll be myself, and you'll like it. <laughs> now, I guess what could top it off? Maybe, probably not, because I'm not as in love with his work as Mike Keith. But maybe I can try to get Merle Reese on. Philadelphia fans, wait, that's not good. Donovan <coughs> McNabb, Alshon Jeffrey, Philadelphia fans. This is for you. I think we got Let to, the celebration begin. I think we got to go for Gus. Oh, man, we do have to go for Gus. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, Party my God. Radio. Danny Bill. Could you imagine a liner? This is Gus Johnson, and you're listening to Pirate Radio, that the be... voice of the Pirate Nation. Ha, 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 ha. laugh at the end. <laughs> um... I don't know why I thought about this, but I don't know how to make gifts and videos and stuff. But I remember, like, when Danny pitches and strikes a guy out, has a good inning, I like to put a bill with it, like the deal with it. So I want to do a video. We'll put some strings on some glasses of, like, sunglasses falling on your face <laughs> so I can use it. So I was, but then I searched, like, all the, I searched my name and Bill just to see what I typed over the past on Twitter. Oh, God, I don't even want to know. <laughs> There's Bill with it. There's You Make Me Bill. You make me bill. You make me bill like a natural pirate. You make me bill. That got 15 likes. You make me <laughs> Give the people what they want. You make me bill. Big bill. game bill with a hat tip. Was that before? Oh, see, this is who I'm talking the The bill with it. And you got the, those are the Lakers guys. <laughs> but I need somebody. Uh, I need like glasses falling onto Danny's head. There's another bill with it. Um, That might be about it. I got a lot of Danny deals. Uh, double double dealing Danny Beal yeah. was, was the name who not be said's thing. Do you have an official uh, nickname? Um, I have a couple. So I, when I first got here, it was Danny Dimes. Kind of traditional. Oh, Daniel Jones? Yeah. <clears throat> and now there is one nickname that only Coach Godwin calls me. Danny Dollars. Mm. He, he calls me by Beal. Danny or Danny Dollars. Those are the only three names he calls me. If he we call you call, Danny, Danny Baseball? Does no, it, he'll call me Dollars, even. Dollars. Like, What's up, Dollars? Do you know if 
his mood? Like, if he calls you Danny, if he calls you Beal, like, which yeah. one's good, which one's bad? If I'm in trouble, he's pissed off, it's Beal. Ah. Um, if he's just kind of casual, it's like, what's up, Danny? If he's in a good mood, you can kind of tell he's, like, energy, energized, ready for the day. It's, what's up, dollars? Every day. Um, here's a video of Scooter saying one person that really jumped out to me last night was Danny Beal. I remember that. That was on that was on the show. Yeah. Or not. Yep. Do you remember that? I do. Do you have a Do you have a really good memory? Of, I'd like to think so. All right. What'd you have for dinner three nights ago? Good deal. <laughs> good deal. Chandler, you know what I really want you to like kind of perfect, which would be kind of fun. Chris Berman fastest two minutes. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Dun, dun. Well, pardon my takes. Kind of yep. done that. Yeah, but like, what? come on, Chandler can at least give us a reenactment. Uh, Beely Goat. I don't know if that's going <laughs> to stick. Probably not. Jamie says, who is Danny's favorite Celtic? All time. Probably Garnett, because I saw him play in person. Anything's possible! Garnett. As- aside from Danny Bird, because I'm old school, the chief. Yeah. Danny Bird? Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry. Are we, I'm, she's, probably oh thinking, she's probably thinking Ainge Danny and Bird. Bird. No, I was thinking, thinking Larry Bird, oh. but... Are you thinking Ainge but, and Bird? Well, no, because everybody's talking about Danny. Sorry. Um, no, but Robert Parrish yeah. was Chief. one of my favorite yeah. players, just because he he was just really smooth down in that post. Mm-hmm. You know who Bird said his favorite player to play with was? The late, great DJ. I was about to say DJ. The Dennis micro- Johnson. I love the highlight of him, of DJ at the top of the key throws it overhead off the backboard and bird catches and lays it in it's like a planned play it but like, it's like it's like globe who thinks of that yeah, literally it's uh, it's awesome whose you nickname know? was the microwave that was vinnie johnson vinnie johnson from the um pistons yep. yeah. you know what i still cannot see to this day regarding um larry bird is that he was a really good trash talker oh yeah i mean that's yeah, legendary he was, yeah he was I, he legendary just, he just doesn't look like that type Scoring of guy 30 points with his left hand yeah against the blazers um, we had a comment earlier. Robert asking about the Johnny Manziel documentary. When's it coming out? Came out last week, and it is on Netflix. Watched it. It was Robert. good. You did watch it. Yep. Yeah. Very good. Uh, and Swamp Kings. We're excited about that coming up next week. Uh, let's take another break. We'll come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live. Fun show here on a Wednesday, and we got more to go after this. Play on. Play it. Play on. Play on, play it, play on. Yeah. Yo, street drop the verse. Here we go. Shut it down, good luck. Baby got him working all over town. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form a new blue service group offering eastern north carolina the best in plumbing electrical and hvac services same great local team same great local service just a new name for plumbing electrical and hvac services go to callnewblue.com that's callnublue.com new blue service group where we are redefining service excellence now let's head back into prl here's clip 
We got breaking news. I have breaking news as well, but you go first. All right. My breaking news involves you. Okay. Joey, who is not here, that don't mean he ain't working because I just got this delivered to my DMs. Good Lord. (laughs) (laughs) If if Joey could get him to sit on my eyes at the end, I think that's a very, very usable and useful GIF. Are you saying it's not now? Because I'm ready to roll with it now. Do it. Tweet it tonight when we win. And you do say GIF and not, I say GIF. GIF, GIF. I know it's I know. I'm potato, just, potato. You learn whatever. a lot about a person on how they say that word, though. Chandler, breaking news. For me? Clip is could be just as interested, but this is specifically for you. We, Regarding the Panthers? No, 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 no. All right. What do you have? Tonight. Guest potential, potential, but highly possible guest appearance tonight for trivia. Mm. Is it a teammate of yours? Yes. Mm. Is it Jacob Jenkins Coward? No, but he did just call me. Trey, you savage. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, how will we know who's who? I'm going to say, <laughs> wear a jersey. I'm going to be say, able to tell them apart. I'm going to say, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> my guy. Jacob, Jen- Jacob Jenkins Coward could also make potentially make appearance, but Trey has Trey and I have been in talks about creating a team tonight because you kind of bamboozled us out of being me, me being on your team, so. Oh, it's going to be Twins Day. It's going to be Twins Day. Wait, did he just say I bamboozled him? Saying that there was going to be a large group potentially and that we might need to break off, which is fine. You would be with me. Yeah, you would have been on his team. I would have taken you with me. Oh, He wants you, Joey, and potentially one other member from 100%. I see. I didn't I would want that. somebody from 100%. Okay. I didn't. I thought you were saying you were going to go with your guys and I was going to go with... No. Okay. Hey, guys, I'm old. How do I save this? So I can use it. What? How do I save this gift? Uh, right click, maybe. Yeah, but I tried that and it don't do anything. What about over there? The three Joe, guys. Joey, send him Copy in a DM. Message. Copy and then do I like paste it and that's how it works? Let's see. I don't think that's right. Um, we'll figure it out. Paste. Oh, do you think this is gonna work? Paste I'm gonna do a test real quick. Nope. Nah. I knew that wouldn't work. Now I look like a now fool. You, now you look weird. Now I look like an absolute Now you look fool. weird. Weird yards. <laughs> We're still riding high from the Mike Keith interview. You know what made it a great interview? He was like into it. Very Takes two into to it. tango. But he seems like that type of guy. He just seems like a very down-to-earth guy. I mean, he's a Tennessee guy. He grew up in t- the Tennessee area. Or like in around the Nashville area, he's in the Tennessee Radio Hall of Fame. By the way, should have introduced him as a Tennessee Radio Hall of Famer. Mm. Um, but Mike Keith, one of the best um, at his profession, no doubt. I think it's uh, pretty cool that he's a fan too. Like you grow up in that area, yeah. You grow up, and you're actually like you. There's some passion behind what you're saying when you're calling games. Joey has just sent it to my phone, and now I think I'm ready to post. Ah, oh, good stuff, JoJo. Man, thank I'm you, buddy. Excited to see you tonight, Joseph. Joseph. Ah, uh, let's I see. Gotta... Jamie, I oh, was talking about uh, Larry Bird. There. What team will be starting seven different quarterbacks the last seven opening day games? Would that be your Colts, Jamie? Yeah. Can we name them all? Wentz, Rivers, Richardson, Luck, Luck. Jinx. Um, is there another old guy? Did you say Matt Ryan? No, didn't say Matt. There's got to be a Tyrod Taylor sighting in there, right? <laughs> got to be. I don't think he was a Colt. Is it seven? So he came up with five. 
That's the last five years. Was it? Uh, was there a Hasselback appearance? No, that's way too. No, that's okay. way too recent. All right, because you're thinking if it's seven, it's 2016. Yeah, right. So you got to go Luck because Luck was Luck retired in Brissette. They didn't have like a Jim Jacoby Brissette. Nice oh, Chandler. Okay. Yes, so six Jacoby Brissette. Um, you're thinking 16. So he. He luck retired in eighteen. I'm gonna guess 19? some crappy uh, Big Ten quarterback that got thrown in. Jamie, who's the seventh guy? So we got Wentz. Will it be Richardson? Now? Rivers, Richardson, Luck. Who'd you say? Uh, Brissett and Ryan. There's one more. Who is it, Jamie? We can't move on. We know Larry Bird went to Indiana before Indiana State. Stop asking more questions before we have this answer. Jake yeah. Fromm? No. Oh, God. It wasn't that terrible guy that played uh, against the Redskins, Commanders, football team. Uh, Ellinger. Current backup. Sam Ellinger? Ooh, no, I don't, no. Think he started, I don't think he started game one. Gardner Min. A current backup for the Colts? Just say his name! It's not Sam Ellinger. Now he's saying it? current third string. Is it Sam Ellinger? No way. He didn't start week one. No way. He didn't start a week one. Joey said, come on, guys. Guys. So who is it, Joey? Yeah, who is it, Joseph? Is it... Man. I'm just going to keep saying man so there's no dead radio. Man. Man, man, man. Who is it? All right, I'm going to look it up. Freaking darn. I'm going to look it up. Play the Texas. Sam Ellinger. No way. Is it really Sam Ellinger? No, it's not. It's the guy. It's Colt McCoy. It's the guy I said. Colt. God almighty. No, it's Matt Hasselbeck. Matt Hasselbeck. Is it really? What year did he start? 15. But that doesn't know. So it's not Kelly Richardson. That wouldn't be right because it's only one, two, three, four, five, six years. It's six. Yeah, so we got them all. Did we mention Rivers? Yeah. Yes. I said Winston Rivers. Yeah. Clips of Hasselbeck started in 15. So we got them all. Yeah, we got them all. It's six years nice. in a row uh, that'll be a different starter now. Nice. Luck, Brissett, Rivers, Wentz, Ryan, Richardson. There you go. Puedes pintar este violeta. That'll never not put a smile on my face. Just beautiful. All right. Uh, let's take our final break. That was a great segment. <laughs> Bad radio. <laughs> we had a gif of Danny Beal that nobody can see. Potential news that Trey Savage could be a trivia. Um, we did a Colts quarterback trivia question. That was the wrong question, but we figured it out because we're sports guys. And a lot of us and dead air. So that one is for the record books. We'll take a timeout, come back, and wrap it up here on Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The the Dow was down 180 points today at 34,765. The NASDAQ is down 156 at 13,474. The 
S&P is down 33 at 4,404. That's your Wells Fargo Advisor Stock Market Report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now back to Clip. All right. Jamie's got another question. What current NFL wide receiver from North Carolina's top 10 for wide receivers active most good grief? What current NFL wide receiver from NC is in the top 10 for wide receiver active player most games played? Is he saying the University of North Carolina or from the state of North Carolina? I'm guessing the state of North Carolina. Read it again. Top 10 active uh, most games played, and oh, he's from North Carolina. Oh, Jimmy Graham. He's a tight end. Wow. Well, there's no well. That's again him. Is that who it is, Jamie? Because if so, that's the second time you've messed up a question in only two questions. Which in my box score is a record in it. In it, what is it in it? In, of it. Oh my goodness! I'd like to buy a vowel. Somebody help Shirley. Oh, in of itself. Are you talking about Jimmy? No, it's got it from Greensboro. Oh man, I don't know. Wide receiver from Greensboro, active. Who's been in the league a long time, DB? You've got AJ Green's done. Julio. Julio. I don't think he's from Greensboro. Uh, Jackson's not. From oh, Carolina. Doy. No, Doy. I, he gave me a hint. I should have known that. I'm stupid. I have no. I'm not. Good Let me see if where, I can get the hint. What, can you give me what college you went to? Then I'll be able to tell you. Can I see the hint? Do you know what college you went to? Yes, buddy. It was a long ways from here. Mike Williams. No. What college did you go to? His hand was placed for the Chargers. Went to Cal. Keenan. God, yeah. he went to he went to um, uh, Northwest Guilford. Should have got no, that. not Northwest Keenan Guilford. Allen. Good. Yeah, we've said it, but it's Chandler Day, so that's fine. Boy. Happy Chandler Day to all that celebrate. Jamie, good question. Good question. Festivus for the rest of us. I should have got it. My uh, defensive coordinator in high school coached him. Northern Guilford. Huge flex. That is a great story. I'd love to hear more, but we're out of time. <laughs> we will see you Damn shame. Thursday, 3 o'clock, for an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. Thanks to Jim Zoki, Mike Keith, Titans, Patrick Mason, and Ken Wadlington for joining us on the show today. Fun show. Cass says have a great evening. Have a nice evening. Cass, you do the same, buddy. And we'll see you Thursday, 3 o'clock on Pirate Radio Live. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.